0: Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg,
0: this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons.
4: Welcome to the
1: Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings Week 18 Picks. Against the spread, free money, cuss corner, and all of the regular stuff. Remember to smash the like button to the episode, sub to Mayo Media Network. And if you haven't done it yet, there's one week left to join the gigantic one-and-done golf pool that we're running over at fantasygolfchampionships.com. $125 to play for the year, so it's $4 a week, but you pay it all up front. Uh, and you can have up to five entries in it. You pick one golfer per week. Once you pick that golfer, that's it. Can't use them anymore. That is as simple as it gets. You can even set up text alerts to come to your phone as a reminder to make your pick. Let's fill this up. There is around, I believe, 1,400 spots still available. So let's uh, help, uh, help us out over here and go fill those up. The I don't have a DraftKings NFL Listeners League as of yet. No one has sent me one. But the PGA one locks on Thursday morning. That's available down in the description right now as well. Uh, so we can get on all that. Uh, Jeff is on the line. Jeff, uh, you and I are now tied for the lead in picks, uh, actually behind the coin. The coin is still winning. I want to bring in Tim as well because I feel like we need to talk about this off the top. A lot of people cancel their shows today as it pertains to football uh, when talking about just the Demar Hamlin situation and obviously we don't know what's going on in terms of week 18, the Bills, the Bengals or what's going on with him at this point uh, as we record this show. So a lot can change over the next little bit. Uh, So Tim, I wanted to bring you in right away to talk about this as well, we're not going to do the Bills game or the Bengals game this week, because I don't know if those teams are going to play this week, or maybe they'll play on Monday night. We don't have resolution on that. I do think the rest of Week 18 is going to go off as normal, though.
5: Maybe. Sure, maybe. Maybe. It depends on the health uh, of, of the player. If things turn in a positive direction, you're right. If they don't, I think all bets are off. I don't. I really don't know. I really do it just sucks. It's just awful. The whole situation is just terrible. It saps all the fun out of what should be the most fun time of the NFL season. Uh, it's hard to find any excitement or juice for it. Um, it's just awful. I just my, my heart is just broken. And spending time online last night, while there were some marvelous tweets, there's also terrible things online. The experience mediated through social media was just, it was a very much of a mixed bag. Uh, it's tough. It's tough to even come on here and talk. Uh Like i don't know
6: what to say i don't think it was much of a mixed bag at all i think it was one of the weirdest things to actually see people agreeing and i don't want to say like uniting because there's so many maybe other things we wish people would unite over but ratio wise it was like 99.8 percent like everybody sort of on the same page and then like a zero 0.2% of like really big weirdos but I'm sure like everybody else that was it's a weird night I've never felt that watching a football game I was just like not to I'm sure everyone has a similar kind of experience like I just like kind of sat there numb my wife came in the room like she didn't know what happened I was supposed to put my kid to bed my kid just fell asleep in our bed because I I don't want to say ignored my child, but I was just kind of like frozen, like like numb. Like that was,
5: yeah. I don't know.
6: I'm I'm with Jeff. They're um, like look. they just entertain us. Like you I had know, the same. I like had the same. I had the
5: same. I had the same experience. I just sat there numb, couldn't look away, had no interest in watching, but yet couldn't look away. And uh, I wish it was, the ratio was ninety nine point eight to zero point two, but I think it was. It was, it was unfortunately larger than that. See,
1: I, d- I don't think so. I think that what you're seeing is the stuff that gets amplified because then people are outraged by the stuff that comes through it. Then you just inherently see more of that. I just thought, because, I mean, everyone was kind of glued to whatever the social media of your choice is going to be, to try to find out what's going on. People wanted updates on what was happening so they could, you know, either be relieved or at least try to have some clarity on what the situation was going to be. And obviously, when Ryan Clark came on with Scott Van Pelt, that was, that's all that, I mean, that's not all that needed to be said, but that's what is what needed to be said at that time. He did by far the best job of it. And it just seemed like in a scenario like this, like, you, you Each individual person likely doesn't need to make their own public statement about this sort of thing, like kind of clear it out a little bit and just try to make sure that the real information comes through.
5: Correct. Absolutely.
1: But people want to get on and give their two cents about everything, about what should happen. Just like, let's, let's wait to see what happened here first and try to make sure that hopefully everything is going to be okay. And then we can kind of deal with the ramifications after that. Anyway, that's how right. I, when, yeah, I, I when I was sitting there and I was like, everyone was just kind of doom scrolling at that point, just really hoping that they didn't see what they, they didn't want to see the information that they were just like, everyone's just kind of the clenched fist kind of looking at it, being like, I really hope I don't hear this and this doesn't pop up. And it's like, oh my God. And then even if that had happened, it's like, well, who is this from? Like, is this true? Because we even got the update from his friend from the hospital room. And then a lot of it's like, oh, that's not real. Like, oh, it's a complete shit show, man. Like, we're trying to do this all, like, just trying to keep up in real time through social media. Uh, So it was actually nice to see, like, Ryan Clark and Scott Van Pelt come on and, like, two legitimate people that you trust, and then they're not going to be out there lying to you about what the information is going to be, that you can put your faith in them that they're going to have both the proper information. I thought that Ryan Clark really stepped up with what must have been pretty a traumatizing event for him just to kind of go on there and be the first public face of any act, outside of like Booger and Schefter, uh, be, have like time to think about it for half an hour, come on and deliver it so eloquently and really come up with how he was actually feeling and being able to articulate that. I, I just, I thought it was mind-blowing.
5: There were knockouts. Van Pelt, Clark, I thought Booger McFarlane, they all did a phenomenal job. Given the circumstances, they gave voice, I thought, to maybe the feelings a lot of us were having that we weren't our, either able or just aren't, just weren't ready to articulate. I thought they gave interesting voice and perspective too. And I, I deeply, deeply appreciated that. I thought they man, they, did, they did phenomenal work. Um, they put things into perspective. You know, we, we always talk about how football, we all know inherently that football is dangerous and violent. But in this, another sense, we kind of don't know it. Right? We don't really think about it. And a game like last night, an instance like last night, you know, really focuses the mind on, on just how precarious a lot of things are. And uh, it was challenging. The, it was challenging. It's still, are, it's still challenging.
6: I mean, to that point, like where we obviously a violent game We're we're not like immune to that, but we are kind of immune to that part of the reality because uh, I don't yeah. know about you guys, but like I had friends in my group chat, like once they knew the injury was not as serious as it was, but just like a bad injury, they knew, OK, I got like 15 minutes to go, like put my kid to bed, like. They didn't realize they're going to be coming back in like 20 minutes. And it's like, oh, my God, like we're just so used to, oh, that happens. I can literally go do an errand right now and come back and that guy will be taken away with proper medical care and the backup will be in and the football game will be on every time, Mm -hmm. every time we're used to that. That's for sure. I thought I, – I, Tim and I
1: were talking about this a little bit off air coming on, Jeff, but I thought it was a, a, a choice to continue just to show Schefter and Booger live in studio, being like, yeah, we don't really know what's going on. How are we going to fill this hour? It's like, yeah, let's just keep the cameras running and see what's going on. I thought they should have cut away to something else, like wh- whatever they put on during an MLB rain delay or something. And, I mean, Tim, you made a good point about this if you want to articulate that. I, I agree with it, but I, I think that – no one would have faulted them had they have cut away to something else because it was just though they were not prepared to talk about this at least when ryan clark and scott van pelt came on they were prepared to talk about it
5: yeah i i take your point completely but my position was that was the story that was the only thing you could talk about you needed to be there you needed to be on air you needed to to give voice you needed to as people are tuning in constantly hearing about this as it moves from being a football story to a news story, you, that's the story. That's the thing you need to be talking about, even though it's incredibly difficult, even though it, it it's incredibly raw, and, and there's a lot of unknowns in that moment. That's the thing. If you, Like a news network doesn't turn away from a, a, a big instance and put on a documentary when it's in a crisis. And you might say, well, the news is there to cover these things. But in a lot of ways, these people are there to cover a sports story, and this is a huge story in the world of sports, even though it's becoming a new story too. And so in that instance, I, I just think you had to stay there as, as tough as it was and as hard as it was. I feel like you needed to be there.
1: Maybe you, stay there maybe you do. Need, maybe you do need to stay there, but that collection of team that they cut to, that was in studio with Schefter and Booger, they were there to break down the game at halftime. Like that's what their skill sets are. You at at least delay for 10 minutes to go find the people with the poise and expertise to be able to talk about something like this rather than be like, Oh, you two you're on.
6: That is very true. And I think it's multi-level. Tim brings up a great point. They are in some ways news and they were kind of covering it like a news story different from a football game at a certain point. And, This might sound like callous um, to say, but ESPN probably also that whole situation. And even Buck, you know, they'd come back from commercial. Buck would let you know this is this bad situation is ongoing. And they would pretty much go right back to commercial and extended extended commercials. You could argue they probably got like three plus quarters worth of commercial inventory out last night.
4: Yeah. Is there
1: a game that I I don't know if that's necessarily how it works in terms of like the buys and things like that. I'm not educated enough on ad buying and there they just
5: they- needed the time. Yeah. There they just needed the time. Yeah. To, they were they were to just get delaying. Something on the yeah. The lane to give people a few moments to collect themselves, collect the information you can from your sources. And be prepared to, to answer questions. When and remember that game is simulcast on ABC, so it's not just ESPN viewers watching. It's people watching on network TV. It's everybody turning there, right? It's you go into those commercials to, to buy you the little bit of time you need to get ready for an answer.
1: And, and it does, and it is that as soon as it happened, even if you weren't watching, it's something that you would have tuned into to see what was going on. I yeah. understand that point. I just feel like they should have delayed a little bit more and got the right people on TV to talk about this. Because it was very clear that Booger didn't want to talk about it. Like, he was basically in shock. Sheffer, even the same way, just he didn't seem comfortable in this area uh, of this is what he's talking about. I mean, the guy breaks down injuries and trades and, like, insider information. I mean, he'd be a good source to have if he was able to get that information before everyone else was. But to have him, like, Try to articulate his feelings on this and the the macro and big picture ideas about what this could mean. That's, I mean, that's not his skill set.
5: So it's not, so, yeah. and it's unfair that, to put him in that spot. But something had to happen, right? I mean, I get what you're saying, but like, I wish they had used maybe Aikman a little more as a former player who could have given voice to these sorts of things. Uh, Booger, even though it was clear he was, was uncomfortable and, of course, in shock. I thought gave you know, very marvelous expressions of of how he was feeling, what he was going through. I, I, the whole thing was, it, I mean, like I, I don't blame ESPN for how they went about things. I think they did the best that they could in the circumstances that they were in. That you don't anticipate, like, I'm sure you, you know. You, I'm sure you're prepared for a million contingencies, but you're not prepared for that, uh, and understandably so. So, at least I don't think you're prepared. For that. maybe you are, but I don't, I don't think you would be. So. Um, I I think they did the best they could, and I I did not feel ill-served as a viewer uh, by their coverage.
1: With the delay in terms of canceling the game, Jeff, I saw a lot of people like they need to cancel this immediately. And yes, obviously they should have canceled it immediately. But I don't know if that's just a unilateral decision that Roger Goodell can say without consulting like the players union, lawyers, that kind of thing. Because you wouldn't want to do one thing and then like get sued over it again. Like, I mean, the NFL is also a giant corporation at the same time. I feel like that's where the delays actually happen with all this. And then the coaches just decided, hey, fuck it, we're not doing this anymore.
6: Yeah, I, I mean, 100% there probably there's a, some, a great deal of bureaucracy that has to probably exist before the announcement that the game can become official. I also believe I'm, I'm naive enough, I think, to believe and trust me. I know the NFL, I'm not saying they're a fairy, but um, I think that whole five-minute warm-up thing was just someone getting ahead of the gun in like the standard protocol for us to return. Like this happens, whether it's like in baseball, even letting a pitcher warm up again. Like if a delay is long enough, there is like a level of protocol that exists. I think that was just regurgitated. Someone was like just stating the official rule as opposed to them hearing this is the plan for right now because the people in the know knew how bad it was before like we did. And there's no way there, I'm naive enough to think that there was not a five minute, uh, get ready, our five minute warning is happening soon. Other than someone just like, that's how official, that's the official rule. And yet to realize we're probably in a completely one of one unprecedented situation at the moment. So that doesn't matter.
4: Yeah, I
1: think think that's likely how it went. But of course, we're never going to know that, right?
6: No, No, absolutely not. Preconceived notions about the NFL are literally like, yeah, I could see in a world in which sort of like how, you know, it's gross. I don't know what other people were thinking of, but I was like, the show can't go on. Like the show went on with Vince McMahon and it is for all the gross things McMahon has done. Keeping that show on the air when Owen passed is probably number one at the top. The show sometimes just can't go on like so. I would hope that's where their heads were at. I would
1: think so, and that was the first thing that came to my mind, too, when they were thinking, when, when I heard about the five-minute restart, I was like, oh, well, like, they haven't learned, like, people haven't learned over the past 20 years that this is the exact opposite way that you should try to handle this situation. And everyone's going to be pretty understanding, I think, if no one goes back on the football field. I don't think the fans are going to feel like they were cheated. The viewers are not going to feel like they're oh. cheated. And the players most definitely don't fucking want to be there either. They want to be at the hospital. They want to be on the team plane. They want to be somewhere else that's not right there.
6: And I... Yeah, I was kind of surprised the bills flew out so quick, but I guess there's nothing they can do,
5: and that kind of showed me pretty quickly that this game probably isn't. I think Bill, Jeff, they wanted to go home with the, get there with their families. I mean, this is a team; they all know each other. Their family members probably know Hamlin and, and the and the and his family, and you know, they just in moments of trauma like that. and That's what that was. You you, you want to go home and be with your loved ones as quickly as possible. I think. And that, that explains sounds- why they got out of town, and I couldn't fault them in the least. I would have done the exact same thing. I would have gotten on on the the first plane out of there to go home to my family. And uh, and Listen, I'm I'm
6: in the I'm in the camp whether it's a conversation, and I'm. Uh, let's see. Today, last night was supposed to be great. It was almost, mm-hmm. you know, in some ways, the cherry on top to a great season. Today, in and of itself, and uh, this isn't like a like obviously we're, I say this in total understanding of what happened last night and how it's kind of irrelevant now, but today is was supposed to be is normally one of the greatest NFL discourse days of the year. Like the season for all intents and purposes is over outside a couple fine tweaking and a playoff spots that we get to award at the bottom of the conferences. That's all fun, but you know, it could have been coaches fired to like, there, there's so many things on the you know if you got if you did the show Sunday like what would the lead would have been like it's just a potpourri Uh of how great the discourse would be even you know as we all prepare for the playoffs and I know a lot of people didn't do shows I even saw someone say I'm not even releasing my power rankings today I'll do it tomorrow I found all that a little I don't know.
1: It depends, right? I mean, it depends on, listen, uh, certain people are feeling it more than others. Other people power through it and try to do. I mean, the reason that I want to continue to do the show today is, I mean, listen, we try to provide entertainment here and laughs for people. And if there's ever a time for people to have a few laughs, it's probably today. Like, they're still going to be sad. Not everything can be sad 24-7. You need to start being able to come out of this, too. And then, you know, if worse news comes, if good Mm. news comes, you're going to react to that appropriately, I think.
6: And I would think people, like, because I saw a lot of blowback in people trying to have discussions as to how the league would react.
1: It wasn't the right time. That was where the blowback came in. Listen, everyone's going to have those discussions over the next seven days. We're going to have it of, we don't know whether week 18 is going to happen or what's going to happen with any of this. There's people right now that I know that, listen, they were at the top of, like, a million-dollar prize pool in, like, best ball leagues. Like, they don't seem to be super, like, you know, gung-ho on it I'm sure it's crossed their mind a few times like hey what's going to happen to me with all of this stuff but I think that the vast majority of people understand that you know you're thinking about whether or not that Hamlin's going to be okay or not and the rest of it is just something you're going to deal with later on
6: and I'm someone who believes there's the game doesn't need to happen again that is my um, opinion I'm not in any fantasy finals I have no implications Um, it like, doesn't affect me one way or the other. I don't think logistically it's kind of possible or necessary, but I do think you're allowed to have the conversation. It doesn't mean you don't like respect the severity of what has just happened either. Like, no, 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 you're, you're right.
1: But I think that trying to articulate that kind of thing. 20 minutes after it happened. It's just, it's most definitely, it's
6: just, you yeah, know, I was talking more about like today, even I saw blowback on people just, just trying to guess what league logistics might be. And like, you know, it's being saying it doesn't matter. I'm like, well, you can respect the tragedy and still try to figure out how the league is going to navigate this. And, you know, I don't, I don't know, brainstorm their potential ideas that, you know, they're, having those brainstorming meetings clearly all day, I'm sure.
1: I would think so. I think that at this point, outside of the two teams that were involved in the game, and Tim, you seem to disagree with this, that I just don't see how they can reschedule anything.
5: Well, the thing is that a lot of those other games, those two games implicate a ton of other games, right? And so... At some point, it becomes kind of unjust not to delay. I mean, like, I don't know. If the league has wiggle room with that, that that bye week before the Super Bowl, yeah, but they
1: do. Yeah, but they don't. I would, they it would don't, be
5: to, to They do. They used. To, they've done it. They've had Super Bowls in the past where there hasn't been a bye week before the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's not some sacred it, thing that it, they've it, had forever. It,
1: it has nothing to do with the bye week. It has to do with how the schedule is laid out, travel plans. Some of these stadiums are booked, and they were not booked, and they were overbooked for that bye yeah. week that maybe some of the stadiums aren't available to play in now
5: maybe maybe that's true but when the rubber meets the road I, I just i don't know if it's fair to ask i mean the nfl pa will have to will be heard on this and the teams will be heard on this and a lot of it will be contingent upon how hamlin is doing like whether there's scheduling conflict or not sort of is a second order concern like if the can't if it can't be played it can't be played if the players can't play, they can't play. Uh, it's you know, it's, it's that that there's no good, there's no good way for the NFL to proceed here. There's no positive way. There's no painless way. There's, it's it's messy and complicated. And I don't know what the right thing to do is. I wouldn't dare to pretend to know. I think I know what the right thing to do is. But you know, is it going to be just all systems go except for those two games? I mean, I I, I have my doubts personally. See,
1: See, I, I agree with you. I Given don't, the
5: implications I, of all those games,
1: I, I don't think that there is necessarily a right way or a painless way to go through it. But, Jeff, as you said, like we know the NFL, they're going to play.
6: Yeah, they're going to play. Unfortunately, I think the Bills and Bengals are probably going to play. And I just don't think the Bills, I think Bills versus Bengals is going to be a no contest. And they're going to have to, as we've been rumored, apparently go to winning percentage um, to determine to determine that, which is something they were prepared to do in COVID, um, you know, because there were assumptions that not all games would get played. And if this was week eight, if this was week 11, if this was week 12, 14, they probably find a way to get this game in. But I don't think the playoff schedule is going to be altered at all. And if I am the Bills or the Bengals, and I think – losing the buy is um not as harmful as potentially having to play 3 games in 14 days and that 14th game that four that third game being your wild card weekend game.
5: Oh, I think remaking this game up is off the table. I don't think that's that's an option in any circumstance. I think that's the, that's a done deal. That's over with. The question is what should we what, what and when should week 18 look like?
6: I think week eighteen is unf- I don't know, is going to look normal.
5: I don't know. Will the players play? Like like the league doesn't get to decide this. The players get to decide this. I don't know. I just don't know. Right.
1: I I mean yes, the players do get to decide it. I would find it. I would say it would be a very low probability that the players just walk out and don't play.
6: Players aren't what like last night. I'm sure everyone will get paid in the Bills and Bengals for a 17th game,
1: or for oh, sure, for, for sure. the full
6: season. But if they
1: walked out, if in the league
6: 18, asked them to yeah. play and they walk out on 18, those guys are they're not. I I disagree that the lead, the players in unison would leave would walk out on that. I I,
5: I it's my opinion. And it was one. I, it was. I one, find it hard to believe Buffalo can possibly play on Sunday or Monday, if. The news doesn't get better. I I have a lot of trouble imagining them playing football. I that's that seems I, to me a trauma too much to overcome. I don't know what happens
1: with Buffalo and Cincinnati as it pertains to this week, and I'm with you. I don't think that game ends up getting made up. And whether they go to winning percentage, they agree to tie in the game, or they just accept the score for what it was. I I don't know how that plays out. And I have no real good ideas about how that plays out either. But in terms of the players not playing, it was one thing in the NBA playoffs that year when Milwaukee walked out and said that they weren't going to play. There's 15 players on a basketball team. Everyone's guaranteed their contracts. There's a lot of guys here who, this is their last NFL game. This is their last NFL paycheck. We always forget about, you know, the final 15 people on a roster. I don't think that even if they want to for their livelihood, if they're not going to get paid, I don't think that they will walk out.
5: No, that's that's true, but I mean, before you even consider asking Buffalo to play the Patriots on Sunday or Monday, you need to have trauma experts give it an okay. You have all kinds of things that need to be done before you can even consider having them play on Sunday. And I, I just think I, a lot of factors militate against those two games taking place this, this weekend. Well, well,
6: what, what I
1: happened? hope
5: I'm wrong. I hope things do turn around, but I, can, I don't know. Can
6: I, Just seem heartless. No. So that'd be silly. Cause I'm just going to say, I agree. They shouldn't play, but in soccer, that guy like died on the pitch and they brought him back and they, they finished. And, haven't like part of my ignorance in hockey and I'm not diminishing these incidents, but I swear to God in hockey has in in, like multiple times in the last like 15 years, haven't guys literally needed to be resuscitated on the bench mid game, like extremely scary things occurred. They didn't shut the league. I don't even know if they stopped those games, which is kind of, or maybe they did. They must have. They must have. But scary shit went on on the NHL and the bench in the last three or four years. I don't remember them saying we're not. The other teams aren't playing tonight.
1: Yeah, I remember. The, well, I mean, Chris Pronger suffered the same thing in like the mid '90s. <laughs> I remember, and he ended up being okay from it. I what was the one? Was it uh, hell? What the hell was his name? The guy who got his net cut. Uh, Richard Zednick. Oh, I don't in the want game. To
3: think
6: about it. Yeah. I don't watch replays either. You think I watched that last night? Not a chance.
1: No. No, I I don't think that you watched it last night, but I'm saying that happened in the course of a game that I I don't know. I don't know how you handle especially the Buffalo situation. And even the Cincinnati uh, situation, especially with T Higgins, the guy who ran into him on the play, like, I'm I'm sure he's experiencing
5: just the worst of it right now. Just brutal. Oh my goodness. Yes. My heart is broken for him too.
1: Well, we, uh, I, I, is, do you have any final points on how, I mean, hopefully by the time this gets released, it's turned out that he's going to be okay. But uh, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to be news that we're going to hear really quickly on this. And this is something that's going to persist throughout the week, I think, uh, especially when it comes down to scheduling and everything like that. Do you guys have anything final to say before we move on?
5: No, I, th- I think we covered a pretty good ground here. I don't know. Do you have anything, Jeff? I don't have anything else.
3: No. All
5: right. Um,
1: Last week, uh, it was an impressive showing, and I'll talk to Cam and Rob about this on the Best Bet Show dropping on Thursday, but Jeff, we were a combined winless week. First time that's ever happened. That's that's an impressive feat.
6: I watched the show. It didn't hit me that you guys, I mean, like, I watched the show for the entertainment, and I like hearing people make picks, but it didn't register me that none of the picks I heard
1: not 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 one of them was a winner it was not good which is weird because i went nine and six uh, against the spread last week we threw out the buffalo and cincinnati game because we obviously it didn't go to its completion Uh, i was nine and six jeff you were seven and eight tim you were six and nine the coin was seven and eight that draws you and i into a tie for the year jeff at 127 and 125 tim is down at 120 and 130 and the coin is still three games ahead of us at 130 and 120 overall i am out of super lock i have been for a while but this is my worst year ever seven and ten on the super locks you guys are now tied after jeff won and tim lost at 12 and five for the year the teaser lost when the eagles lost with Tim, so you guys do have a battle going into the final week. We we might have to extend this. What do you think, Tim? If you guys continue to be tied, that we play this into the playoffs until a winner has been declared.
5: We 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 could. I mean, my loss last week shows you that in a lot of ways line value is a useless and overrated concept. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got minus six with San Francisco, and uh, you know I lost. Uh, I mean, it's not that it doesn't matter, but it is really overblown. Uh, the amount to which point value that that line value matters, and like let that be a lesson to you that uh, you know feeling really proud about getting the best of the number is does you zero good when uh, you you don't win.
1: Well, I mean, it's CLV, y- 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 Tim. Yeah, but I mean, it, when you do have a, a massive CLV at that point, the closing line value. I mean, you you got the Niners at minus six. I believe it went up to as high as ten and a half at some point during the week. The move would be to bet the Raiders at ten and a half at that point, and you would have had your middle all the way until Stitham ended up going and scoring the final touchdown, and then you would have hit both sides. I
5: mean, that's where it becomes super valuable. Yeah, that's Didn't what the, realize pros the best do. defense. The best defense in football could give up five hundred yards.
6: Well, it was the week uh, before um, because all like anyone that got that hurts word got the Cowboys at minus two and a half, minus three. Then they bet the Eagles once it popped over six and a half, seven. And I know it's settled in the five range, but yeah, you hit both sides, Tim. That would have been the play, buddy.
5: I mean, you wouldn't have hit except both sides. You wouldn't have won side sides because yeah, the Niners won yeah. by
1: three.
6: Yes, but you, you,
1: you would have hit one of the sides of the game.
6: To those, like, yeah. I mean, three and a half points, four points, that's through I should almost have, two I should have, numbers.
5: It's my own fault. I knew I should have bet on our team to beat the Rams. I knew that that was where the line value was.
6: You know, we're just off that earlier in the show conversation, but, but keep this up, pal, because I've got things to say to you. And it's 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 not kind. Um I would argue that, that if we do tie after next week, the tiebreaker should just be overall picks record. Well, of course you would say that. <laughs>
1: uh no i think we keep going to the playoffs you guys get one game a week you no, get to designate it as your super lock and that that's a tiebreaker yeah, not... it won't be added to your record but that will be the tiebreak situation making up rules I on the mean, fly here
5: or i can well, flip. I a intend coin. to win this week.
1: or i can flip a coin
5: for you if you'd like no yeah. uh we, we can take it in. i don't think we're gonna need to because i'm gonna win this week
6: but i can win too like my ability nah, to tie you'll, you take no, some,
5: you'll take some trash team
6: has no bearing on uh you listen if i go 12 and 6 I'm not going to be upset with myself. No, of course not. You know, that was a great year, but that's impressive. Tim Tim and I go 24 and 10 super lock.
1: Yeah. Well, me and Gigabyte are going 0 and 8 during the course of a week. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. Like, people kept tweeting. like, I can't believe you have a show. You went 0 and 8. I tell people, like... (laughs) It's not listen, I would love to give you great advice and winning picks. My job is to get you in the door and click on click on the show and watch the show. The the quality of the the quality of the gambling advice may vary, is probably how the disclaimer of this show should come. Uh, at least that's what I think. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> All right, let's get into the game. Saturday there are two games, and the first is Kansas City at Las Vegas. The Raiders are eight-point underdogs at home with the, the legend Jared Stitham starting at quarterback. The Chiefs, after finally covering one big spread, go back to being what they've been doing all year long and not covering spreads. They're 5, 10, and 1 against the spread right now. Um, this one is really interesting because, obviously, the Chiefs need to win. Um, regardless of what decision is made from the Bills and Bengals game, uh, if the Chiefs win, they're the one seed, as that would be my guess right now, especially if they're not going to make up that other game. That doesn't mean they have no incentive to play. Right, Tim?
5: Yeah, I believe the Chiefs, based on that, the, a 14-3 and three record is better than a 13-3 and three record, and therefore uh, the Chiefs would win the one seed with a victory.
1: So I guess that's sort of the implications going into this game. As we know them right now, 52.5 is the point total. see here the coin is going to go with the home team and the las vegas raiders jeff do you think that vegas uh subscribed to your theory of the of a good team with a backup quarterback comes in and puts up a pretty good showing and now they're going to turn back into pumpkins
6: i'm going to take the points here uh just because the the chiefs they played russell wilson close they play malik willis close who don't they play close other
5: the three yeah. quarterbacks, the Texans play every week. Close, close.
6: Maybe this is the week they win by, you know, more than margin. Wouldn't shock me them getting ready for the playoffs, secure their one seed, but can't, I, I wish the coin was on the other side. Cause I got to find a way to pivot in a few here, but I uh, give me, give me the Raiders. I'm taking the eight and a half.
1: Just to go back and look at what Kansas city has done all year long. Obviously, they didn't cover against the Broncos both times. Didn't cover against the Texans. Did cover against the Seahawks, who could be a playoff team. They lost to the Bengals. Covered against the Rams. Covered against the Jags. No, the Jags ended up covering that game because they were double digit. They were double digit under. Covered against our Chargers
6: chargers twice. Yeah, despite being two and zero. So I can't really. They
5: covered week one, did they not? Or week two, did they not? Yeah, they've covered five. They've covered five of the. Yes, they covered that week two game against the Chargers they did not cover the week 2 game against the Chargers. They only won by 3 in that game.
6: But oh, you oh, know probably. the game where you had to drink out of a shoe cuz you said Mike Williams sucks? <laughs> oh, I remember.
1: It's just funny to see that most of the teams that they have covered against this year are all playoff teams. Like they covered yeah, they like they, Tampa. they they covered against Tampa. They covered against the 49ers when they blew them out. Uh, I think they covered against the Jags. I think that wasn't a double digit. They beat them by 10. So I yeah, maybe it was a double-digit spread. Either way, they beat them by 10. They beat the Rams, who were terrible, by 16 in that game, although that one seemed like it was going to be a Rams cover for a really long time. And then the Seahawks, they beat them by 14. So it's just really funny to see that against the lesser quality opponents, they tend to be closer games and don't cover the large margins, but against the really good teams, they're covering those spreads outside of Buffalo and Cincinnati. I yeah.
6: Guess
1: what, is, I what, is, what are exactly, the Raiders, though?
5: We saw this exact game last year. Uh, at the end of the year, it was the Broncos instead of the Raiders. So it was the Chiefs playing a meaningless game on a thir- well not a meaningless, but a, a only for seeding game on a Saturday—and they screwed around and screwed around and screwed around and pulled it out at the end. Uh, and that was with you know with a ton of stuff on the line too. So I I I like the Raiders here to cover. So you can't take the Chiefs in division with a big number. I just don't think you can do it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take Kansas City in this spot. Uh, I think this is sure. going to go down to potentially seven by kickoff. I think that there's going to be a lot—the Raiders are going to be a very popular selection this week based on you know the ATS record of Kansas City and what Vegas was able to accomplish last week. I still—I I just don't think that the, the Chiefs are going to come out and try in this game. And listen, I think that we— Maybe oversell how much the Chiefs, like, quote-unquote, try every single week. It seems like a crutch for protecting Mahomes a lot of the time just because we know how good he is. But if he's so goddamn good, why doesn't he play well every single week? And then when you look at the final score and you look at the final numbers, they're all there. But, like, why aren't they just putting these teams away? I just think those two narratives kind of collide this week. And usually when that happens, stuff goes back the other way. So I'll take the chiefs on Saturday afternoon at minus eight. But like I said, I think that there's going to be a lot of Raiders money coming in and this might get pushed down to seven. Uh, What do you, what's that, Jeff?
6: A good pivot away from me and the coin.
1: I, I'm not playing that game. I'm just going to try to play my picks <laughs> and hopefully that they work out well. It's not far, like if I'm Tim, I'm trying to pick the opposite of what the coin or you are picking or me every single time, but I'm still too much. And I'm only, th- I'm only three games back here. I gotta, I gotta try to win this one with another good week.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
1: Tennessee and Jacksonville for the AFC South title is up next. The Jags are favored by six and a half. Reminder once again to play in the gigantic one and done at FantasyGolfChampionships dot com. One hundred twenty five dollars to play, and it is. Oh, what did you say, Paul? You sent me something in a DM. That no, was Chris, It was a Chris Pronger it was statement.
4: Chris Pronger video when you guys were talking about it. Completely irrelevant now. Oh, okay. Sorry. I just thought that no maybe no I. I
1: thought that maybe there was news that popped out. Apologies for that. The Jags no are six and a half point favorites and playing the one and done FantasyGolfChampionships.com. You can have up to five entries in that, but I am doing a free giveaway. If you screenshot it to me on Twitter, I'm giving it away on the Wednesday show with Tambo as we go over golf. Then I'll announce some more free giveaways into that contest as well, but you need to have an entry in order to qualify for some of these contests. So what's the... What are the scenarios where the Jags? So the Jags can clinch a playoff or a wild card spot with a loss to the Titans, and if the Dolphins, Patriots, and Steelers all lose as well, that's not out of the realm of possibility. By the way, that all three of those other teams lose.
5: No, it's not out of the realm of possibility by uh, by any means. I'm going to take it's I, I'm extraordinarily taking, unlikely. But. I'm I'm taking the Titans plus six and a half here. Oh, good. So am I. I'm going out on my shield. I picked the Titans at the start of the year. I was uh, happy and giggly when they were seven and two, and uh, you know things have gone poorly since. But I'm sti- I'm sticking with them for uh, for this. I've got to. I owe them that.
1: Yeah, I do think that the Jags. Well, Taking the Titans big. as well. I, I think, I think
3: that,
5: the Titans will win the game. You think the Titans are going to win the game? I think this sets up to yeah, be a, a, per- a perfect uh, I, Feinberg.
6: Yeah. Oh, that maybe, was going to be
5: maybe. Was... But I could see uh, Jacksonville, who has lost to Houston, who should have lost to Dallas. Like, Jacksonville, who's, you know, like, we seem to think Jacksonville's like this great team. Jacksonville's a really, really flawed team. So, uh, no, we'll see.
6: Tim, and I can't believe – well, this game being on Saturday feels quite unfair to the Jags um, because the Tennessee had short rest playing the following Mm -hmm. And it sets up for the Chargers to play a team that had an extra day's rest. But – That's just part of the schedule. We don't really uh, concern ourselves with that. This does feel like an ultimate Feinberg. I, um, as I've tweeted a few times in the last, well, like when I did it and and since, I had the Jags for a couple hundred to win the division at plus 475. I made it the, the week, like the days leading up to that Cowboy win the Cowboys won and the Chargers beat the Titans that's what I was predicting and that's set up perfectly so I'm going to actually bet a couple hundred on Tennessee and try to middle it in the sense but if I don't then I'll win my risk back from um, my bet so give me the Titans it feels like Jags win by a field goal four points or something
1: Yeah, it's funny that the Tennessee scenario that I kind of laid out, it didn't quite happen, but they decided like, hey, we're not using Malik Willis. We're running a tryout here to see if Josh Dobbs can be somewhat competent to play for us in week 18. And he passed the test. He actually didn't look bad. He could throw. That helps.
5: Yeah, why not? I mean, we saw a couple weeks ago, Jacksonville's defense is very gettable. Um, I mean, the Titans don't quite have the weapons that uh, that, uh, other teams have, but... I don't know I think it's going to be a close game I think it's going to be a hard fought and I think that the coaching advantage from Tennessee and the rest advantage conspires against Jacksonville I mean do you Um, do you uh, really
1: think that there's a huge coaching advantage here with Vrabel over Doug Peterson
5: not huge but meaningful yes I do
1: what would would lead you to believe that one of the guys has won a Super Bowl the other guy hasn't
5: and then got fired two years later he was such a beloved coach after winning the Super Bowl he He still won he still won the Super Bowl Okay, but like people have won the Super Bowl and then they like, never got jobs again. Like Barry Switzer's not walking around coaching anywhere.
1: No, but Doug Peterson like, is, and now he's doing a good job in his first year with the He's Jags. doing a
5: fine job. He's doing a fine job. But I think Vrabel's a better coach and the rest is to their advantage. And I think the Titans can can bully him and they're gonna try anyway. Yeah, um, I, I,
1: what they did in week what they did in week seventeen, I think, was super super sharp on their part by getting to see a quarterback who could potentially come at who they could potentially start in week eighteen. That they're now doing, Jeff, and I think they rested nine of eleven defensive starters. They rested Derrick Henry. Like they're making sure that all of their best guys who are not on season ending into reserve are going to be as fresh as possible for this game. Mm-hmm.
6: Why are you coming to me when the team you picked to win the Super Bowl is still alive? <laughs>
5: Well, there's a difference between picks and hoping. I tried to describe this difference to you last week. I'm not picking the Chargers. I'm supporting the Chargers. And there's can, a difference.
6: Can I ask you a question?
2: Sure.
6: You seem like you respect tradition and how things, you know, like uh, yeah. an, an olden time. And if one day you found that special somebody, before you, you know, got that ring, you would probably go ask, their father for their hand in 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 a future.
5: I see where this is going. That I should have cleared with you <laughs> as team, you know,
6: president I don't like of social the media
5: operations and... I don't
6: gatekeep. We anyone It is sounds like you welcome. do. No, no, no. Anyone is welcome. We don't have many. But if you know me and your friend, if I showed up mine,
5: cap in hand, you would have told me to get bent.
6: If you're a friend of mine, and you want to jump on, then like, like I encourage the world to jump on. But if you know me, I think like as well as we know each other, I think a level of permission granted um, would be required.
5: Would permission have been granted? No, I told you to get bent. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <so. laughs>
6: I don't like um, what what Uncle Phil does to G- DJ Jazzy Jeff. <laughs> Okay, so that's just, and you, I think, should respect that because you should respect
5: me. I respect the fact that you're not happy that I'm. I don't be
6: even te- like when you like my tweets. That simply <laughs> just, you know, bolt gang. You're not in. You're not part of this.
5: I'm not part of it, but I'm cheering it on. No, 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 no. Well,
6: you're not one. Want- you're not wanted.
5: Well, that's. As I've said to people before online who don't like to think like that that's kind of too bad. No.
6: Jeff, Jeff, like, Jeff,
5: Jeff is
1: saying you're like the second homer in the no homers club.
6: <laughs> no, what I'm saying is you're like. Think of this like you're not invited, just like you weren't invited to the alcohol parties, it seems.
5: Now, that's really mean. No, I'm, I'm not invited to your fun.
6: You're not invited to my fun. Our fun.
5: That's it's important. Look, I want to cheer for you. I want you to be happy, but also, like, I want to cheer for this team. They're fun. Also, when
1: Jeff said that he could call winning plays, this is what he was talking about: getting you off the bandwagon.
5: That's the winning that play. Must have been, must have been what he what he was talking about.
6: I could, I could, I could call that. uh I could just time up that blitz. You know, that's all.
5: Cleveland, so. Cleveland,
6: and Plus we, we would
5: rather play Tennessee next week anyway than, than Jacksonville. What are you going to do in that game? I mean, I'm going to find it. I'm going to cheer for the Chargers and I'm going to pick the Titans against uh, the spread.
6: So you, but you, but your credit lies with your Super Bowl
5: pick. Correct. Like I said, I didn't pick the Chargers for purposes of, but credit. why are you abstaining from your credit? I'm not abstaining for my credit. I'm going to pick the Titans against the spread, but I'm going to cheer for the Chargers. It's like an emotional Feinberg. It's a way to get on both sides of the game. See, this way I can't lose.
1: You'll, you'll find a way to lose, trust me. It always happens.
5: Oh, we're revealing, the,
1: that- we're revealing the Custy Award nominations next week, by the way.
5: I think the ballot for Jeff's greatest rival is by far the most interesting.
1: Oh, no. See, uh, see, I thought particularly so.
5: Particularly as new I, candidates have emerged in the last few weeks. No, no. Je, Je, uh, I
1: mean, that's probably the second most fun one to talk about. Your most insane take this year is off the fucking rails. There's like four <laughs> options and like no one's going to know what to do.
6: <laughs> oh, thank you for. Sorry. <laughs> well, uh. You would bring a box of frozen mozzarella sticks. No, no, no! no. Oh, to a, mozzarella sticks to a
5: Christmas potluck. Yes, you mozzarella sticks are any, as mozzarella I think, sticks are the A one of appetizers.
6: As I think, Paul, like someone's t- cooking a turkey or a ham or or making like a homemade pastry, and you're just gonna go waltz into the grocery store. Ask, Saint some, chicken, ask an employee, uh, Saint ask an employee where the frozen food is because you couldn't find the freezer yourself. Pull out a box of eleven ninety nine matzo sticks and say, "I'm at the. I'm coming to your potluck."
5: That is precisely what I am saying. You're savage, and I will get nothing but credit for it. People are hyped about mozzarella sticks everywhere you go. People love them. They can't get enough of them. If you make them at a party and they're on a table of appetizers, they go first. People are excited about Mocha. Also, I have no doubts
6: at, at the Christmas party, you didn't tell a soul about these meatballs. You only raved about them after. You spent so, the night hawking
5: them. I told at least one person.
6: <laughs> Most of the I time know, when people are at a party and a dish is delicious, they like let people know. Well, actually, Tim, okay.
5: Two Tim people. Tim so I know I told refs. Paul. I knew Paul would under, like them.
6: He kept it under wraps so he could
5: just pocket the whole dish. Well, first, it's not my responsibility to tell people about what's on the table in front of everybody. That's not my job. I'm not there to be the hype man for the appetizers on the table. Uh, although I mentioned it to our friend Tim and I mentioned it to Paul because I know there's only so certain things. The Paul can I have and so I knew like anything about I stood right next to you and you said you liked the pork belly better because you weren't sure what was in the, the meatballs and you pork weren't belly sure either Who now were look you, you were to? like you were like 14 <laughs> whiskeys deep so maybe you don't remember
4: this that is true yeah Paul, but, yeah, I, but I, I, that I that, that conversation pounds, happened, which were delicious
5: and they were also delicious but look it's not my job to tell everybody that the meatballs are not the host I'm a guest it's not like I was blocking the sun so they couldn't get to them. But did I have an eye on those meatballs? Sure, I did. They were delicious. Once everybody's had a fair game at them, they're mine. But mozzarella... I don't know why fast food places don't switch to mozzarella sticks instead of fries or onion rings. Because People, people like, would love that. Because people like People like people fries, like people
1: like fries and No, people like fries and onion rings more. And people like fries more.
5: I'm not sure.
4: Mozza sticks You, ra- are you ran this poll! A, that's a thing that you <laughs> well, can do at Arby's.
5: Ugh. And Burger King.
4: That, that
1: that should let you know why.
4: <laughs> those, those are anyway. like bad, bad
6: mozz. But you don't. You think that's good potluck form?
5: I have a potluck that I am going to on Friday, and I'm probably gonna bring mozzarella sticks.
6: You're not even gonna cook them at home. You're literally just gonna bring the the
5: frozen food aisle box. Well, you can cook them there. You can microwave them or put them in an oven or something when you get there. No,
6: because the oven is for people who actually cook. Like, how do I
5: put? It was explained to you on the Christmas show. Okay, but you know what? Microwave mozzarella sticks are also awesome, and I can speak from no! experience. I've had them many times, and they're good. No.
4: I, yes. I guarantee they probably say do not microwave on 99% of matzah sticks that are out there. I
5: can't imagine why it would say do not microwave. Because it wouldn't be crispy on the
4: outside. Like, they would just get It has soggy. a coating
5: already. No, it's fine. Oh, my God. It's fine. You don't know.
4: Egregious take. Again, mozzarella sticks <laughs> are the...
5: Well, but, like, Jeff has to know this. They're the A1... Like if you're doing a fantasy draft of appetizers, it, mozzarella sticks go first. They have to.
1: I mean, you just named three things I had at my party that are better than mozzarella sticks. They're all they were they were phenomenal, but yeah. they aren't better than mozzarella sticks. They they very much are. There's a reason we didn't have mozzarella sticks because you know it wasn't a real because, low party for one thing.
5: Well, again, the, the idea that because you don't care for them that they're somehow low. I, listen, I, I, I no, no, no. Why no, don't no. you go touch some grass and ask people? What they really like is appetizers, and what they'll tell you is that matzo sticks are a top-tier dish. A top-tier dish. Your frozen fucking Correct. mozzarella. I didn't
1: serve you fucking frozen meatballs, pal. They don't have
5: to be frozen. They can be cooked any way you want. You can deep-fry them, you can bake
6: them, however you wish.
1: Yes, but what I'm telling you is that you can buy frozen meatballs, and then you can cook those and put those out. Those taste like shit.
6: You could well, also buy, mo- so you could buy like real mozzarella and breadcrumbs and do a whole production, and then eh. maybe their potluck would respect there it. There you go. Paul.
4: Also, anybody who is, like, sub 500 steps on their step <laughs> counter today should never tell anybody to go touch grass. Just saying. <laughs> I, I don't What's know the step why count that's out relevant. today. What's what, the step count at today?
5: Today is low, but yesterday was, like, 6,600. Okay, that's good. Uh, today is no more than, like, 1,300. Okay. But I've I've been closing my rings ever since I got the iPhone Watch. I've been closing my rings every, almost every day. So there's that. Killing it. All right. Should we uh, Should we move on to the next set of games? Well, I just don't know why Jeff felt like he needed to attack me for bringing mozzarella sticks to a potluck, as if people no, bring would be a hyped. box.
6: You can't bring a box of food from the frozen food aisle to a potluck.
5: Of course and, you can. Is
6: your oven available? To so this potluck, where you have fifteen people over that actually made an effort and want to serve potentially the food hot.
5: Well, yeah, so you're just you're judging me and making me feel like that the oven space isn't just as much mine as somebody else's, and like I don't agree. It's not your house. Find-
4: <laughs> if you came yeah, over and I had like bring a roast to
5: six, they're like they will find space.
4: Room. I'd be like, okay, thank you, Tim. I would put it into my freezer. And then we wouldn't make them that day. Maybe you can make them no, after then like then it the would actual a, meal. Then
5: it would be a then it's a Frank Costanza situation where I bring them the hell home with me. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. If you're going to put them in your the freezer, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't bring as a gift. Oh, I didn't bring them God. for you as a, it was not a bottle of wine. I brought them for us to eat at a potluck. If you're going to shove them in your freezer, I want hundred percent of taking my food home with me. I is don't it, know
4: if this is a bit because it's like when you come over to watch football, you leave your DCs behind. You don't bring those home with you. Yeah, because I don't bring them
5: there as potluck. uh, I'm coming back, and I don't care if other people drink them. But I'm not bringing them there as a gift for the house, even though people are allowed to have them. I brought the the Batsa sticks for this potluck we're having. And if you're going to take them like a cheap bottle of wine and put them in your room or in the freezer, I'm going to take them back. They're worth less than a
6: cheap bottle of wine.
5: (laughs) So? Like... If you have if you're, if you're so little respect for the mozzarella sticks, which would be better than 99% of anything else to be on the table, then uh, then I'm taking them home. I'll eat them myself. But don't they live in the freezers and that where you're supposed to put them? Well, yes, when you're going to keep them there for a period of time, but if you're going to cook them, uh, they need to come out. Paul just said he would take them and put them in his the freezer for some day later. No, you wouldn't.
1: <laughs>
5: I mean, Paul might. <laughs> under no circu- Under no circumstances.
1: I'm just saying you can show up with like cold cuts or something like that to a potluck if you don't want to make an actual dish. Well, I don't need to make a dish. Well, I mean I can bring
5: something that everybody loves.
1: There there's a theory of a potluck. I feel like you're supposed to bring a dish of some sort, not go to the frozen food aisle and be like, oh here's a here's a frozen pizza I brought. Let's make it. Like well, you're supposed to have it made by the time you show up, I feel like is sort of the idea of the potluck. You're no, also... I don't agree.
5: And someone's been to a lot of potlucks, that's, that's not the way that I have ever approached it. You've been to a lot of potlucks? A lot of potlucks. More than I'd like to admit. Really? Yeah.
1: And, what do you, and you normally bring matzo sticks to these?
5: Not always, but you asked me what the best thing I could bring was. and That would be the best thing I could bring. I often, as I mentioned on the show, bring a fruit tray.
4: Because
5: you'd grab it on the way. It's really easy. And people yeah. love fruit, and it's healthy. Yeah, I mean, whatever, good is e- for you.
1: whatever is easiest for you. You just don't want to put any thought into go. Why do you even go to the potlucks?
5: Well, because I actually really like potlucks.
1: Doesn't sound, it sounds like you like to eat other people's food at the potlucks. Oh, and
5: they're delicious. I love a good potluck.
1: You seem to be a taker, not a contributor to the potluck.
5: Well, no, I, no, I'm bringing stuff. The fruit trays always get eaten. What are you talking about?
1: It seems like people are doing some heavy lifting and you're doing nothing.
5: Everybody has his or her own skill to contribute. That's mine. Why don't you bring a, bun- a bunch of that oatmeal you're so fond of? Well, oatmeal's not really a potluck food. But hey, it's a party food. I don't even know if it's a party food. It's, it's a, just like a blast.
1: A, well, that sounds like a party food.
5: Yeah, but it's more like a morning time blast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. Take, most times people I'll reserve you- most times people reserve their
4: morning blast for
1: the shower, but
4: that's uh,
1: oh, that's not- terrible. <laughs>
4: Take, taking it home with you is just bad etiquette, Tim. Don't get in the habit of doing that type of you stuff. You know what's bad like etiquette? You bring something it, over no, no, no. to someone's bad house, you leave Paul, it there.
5: Is, bad etiquette is taking the gift they brought for the potluck and shoving it in your freezer. You don't think it's good enough for your potluck?
4: No, because the oven's actually That's in use with something that everyone's going to eat.
5: There, then the oven will be free as soon as they take their stuff out. So I can Yeah, put but mine everyone won't be full. They're probably not going to eat your vodka sticks. <laughs> I won't be. Others, I guarantee you others won't be. People go back for you, seconds at You would lots. be
4: more than welcome to make your matzo sticks after the roast beef is out of the oven in this Okay, s- well, you made it
5: sound like you, made it sound like you were going to consign it to the freezer because it wasn't worth the no, effort no, of I, having it at your I mean, with.
4: I can't eat them, but I would love to eat them. I love matzo sticks. I'm, I'm team matzo so that's, that's different. You, you, if know, you, give know, me you know what are it. better than matzo sticks?
1: Jalapeno poppers.
5: They're not, but they they're
1: are. good. No, they're better. No. Eh, they're better. It depends.
4: No, they're better. Eh,
1: Done eh. right, the best. Because eh. you can get bacon in those, too. Delicious. You
5: can, but sometimes they can be really hot, and people don't warn you about how hot they're going to yeah, be. Like yeah, a, most all of, all us, most of us
1: are giant fucking pussies and can eat a fucking jalapeno the, pile. Uh,
5: <laughs> I mean, temperature-wise.
4: The grocery store-level jalapeno poppers are kind of like, they're pretty horrible.
1: Sure. Okay, you know what? I would be on board for Oh, I don't mind those. Of course you don't. No, I'm talking about like restaurant quality. I'd be there. I'd be down for Moth Tim bringing matzo sticks to a potluck if he went to a restaurant, ordered like, I don't know, $50
5: worth and brought them over
1: like deep fried from a restaurant. I'd be into that.
5: And Burger King's a restaurant?
1: Oh my god.
5: Well, you just said a
1: restaurant. Like a real restaurant.
5: It's not a real restaurant. It's not real food they're serving. I mean, I know Jeff said that the Chicken nuggets would cure coronavirus, but I. I really
6: no, I said if you have eaten the chicken nuggets and survived, <laughs> then you could probably survive COVID.
5: No problem. I think that's milder than what you actually said. Okay. Cleveland at
1: Pittsburgh is the next game. Pittsburgh is favored by two and a half points. They can make the playoffs with a win versus the Browns, the Dolphins losing, and the Jets. Dolphins loss right. versus the Jets and the Patriots loss against the Bills. So it's pretty impressive what the Steelers have been able to do. Just their season with with Watt on the field versus without Watt on the field. And I know their schedule was a lot tougher when he was out and it got a lot easier once he came back, but even to watch them like they don't seem like they're very good when you're watching them. Although the defense they just they're they're playing that old Steal, like, I don't understand how they can have a series of different players every single year, a series of like generic quarterbacks who are okay ish, and yet they can just do the same thing year after year. It's mind blowing to me.
5: Institutional framework, I suppose. Uh, Watt's a big factor, but Pickett's playing really good football too. He's okay, like, he's,
1: playing, oh, he's playing
5: okay. Uh, I think for a rookie who people have very little hope for, a team that traded away one of their weapons midseason I actually think he's he's playing better than OK. I think he's playing well
1: I mean he was the and, first, he uh, was the fourth they, they would already draft be in
5: them. the playoffs they'd be, already be in the playoffs if he had finished that game against the Steelers three weeks ago like they would have won that game pretty easily they almost won it with trubisky throwing three picks I mean they pick it would have been fine anyway I like Pittsburgh in this game I like Pittsburgh d I mean like Cleveland's won two games this year with Watson and neither have been impressed three games actually and uh, none of them have been impressive. They've all been trash. Um, yeah, I think Pittsburgh gets them here, for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking about Pittsburgh as well, Jeff. Just I, I can't get Cleveland right. Every time I make in my super lock, they lose by 40. Every time I make my super lock against them, they win by 25 points or something. So uh, I'm just going to go with Pittsburgh, and hopefully they win.
6: I suspect this will be a really close game. Uh, I was hoping that the board would read three points with Cleveland. It does not. Pittsburgh just seems to be the... You know, there are a lot. Every team seems to just be involved in countless close games. Pittsburgh, uh, no different, I guess, than most. I'm going to take the uh, couple points here. Take, I think uh, this is going to be a typical AFC. close NFC AFC North game. Houston at Indianapolis. Indianapolis
1: favored by three at home. It's starting to come to me now that that Texans-Bears game in like week three or week four was the hinge game of the season for me uh, as it came down to it. Because, Jeff, we're still live with our Chicago Bears worst record futures. And the Texans had been playing well until last week. And Lord knows what's going to happen with the Colts here. I think they're starting Sam Ellinger at quarterback. They're favored by three at home. These teams tied in week one. Like, Is there a world we can live in where the Texans can win this game and the Bears can lose and we catch those bets?
6: don't believe that world exists, Pat. And in many ways, it's probably really unfortunate that these teams are playing each other this week because I'd have gone pretty hard against both of them. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, the Saturday thing, it's been what it's been. But uh, I I feel like there's just one punch maybe left, like effort-wise. Although it could be a really bad matchup for Ellinger versus Lovey. Do you, do you think, the
1: is there, okay, is there any
6: good matchup for
1: Ellinger versus anyone at this point?
6: No, I'm taking the, uh, I'm taking the Colts. <laughs> Maybe the Texans are smart enough to secure first overall. And Jeff Saturday is definitely going to try to get one last. It's going to coach his life off. I I hate that. Oh, what a, Colts, but no no actual logic, and this is gross,
1: Colts. Yeah, this this is going to be a tough game to try to cap, because I don't know who the Texans are starting a quarterback, Tim. Like, they might go to the depths of hell to start the shittiest quarterback possible, so they lose this game.
5: I don't think they'll do that, and I don't think they're trying to lose the game, and I don't know even if they tried, if they could lose the game to Indianapolis, who is, you know, to our credit and mostly yours, been banging the shoe on the table for Weeks and weeks in the early part of the year, but all the Colts are the worst team in the NFL. And uh, in the end, we were proven correct that the Colts are indeed the worst team in the NFL. Um, yeah, I like the Texans uh, to win the game. We're teasing the Texans up. The Texans are first. the first part of a yeah. uh, four-team, six-point tease. Tease them up to plus
1: nine. I mean, I'm going to take Houston as well. In this spot, but I have zero confidence in this game, and I have zero confidence on that teaser either because if Houston just loses by 30, I'm not going to be super stunned because they're not very I good.
5: would be. If they lost to the Colts by 30 with Ellinger playing, I'd be shocked, actually.
1: I mean, they can, throw, they they, they can throw three pick sixes pretty quick.
5: Yeah, sure, but I just don't think it's going to happen
1: at all. Okay. Well, I mean, obviously you're picking Houston and teasing them up. Obviously you don't think it's going to happen.
5: No, shortlist for super lock too.
1: Really? Okay.
5: Tampa Bay at
1: Atlanta. This game is now at four. The Falcons are favored by four. I guess the Buccaneers are starting Gabbert. In this game, I would guess uh, the Bucks now, after covering last week, a very handy 4-11-1 against the spread. In case you were wondering, the Fal- the plucky Falcons end up getting their win. It's funny that they're going to, I mean, they eclipsed their win total ages ago, but they're going to end up with, I mean, they could have been super live in this division and just it just never ended up happening for them. Uh, from like midway point of the season on, they had those fun like seven weeks and that was the end of them. Who, Jeff, who are the Bucks going to play in this game? Like, is it going to be, like, Julio can't play. Like, I mean, Evans and Godwin and Fournette, like, I assume with Brady, they're all out. But, like, at receiver, they're just going to run out, like, practice squad guys?
6: The Falcons might be my super lock because Tampa sucks playing their starters. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. is this an actual number? Or is this game still off the board, no, that we
1: found a number? No, a DraftKings Sportsbook, minus four, minus 110 right now.
6: Yeah, this could be my super luck. Give me the Falcons. I don't have some deep dive analysis, but and that's not to say Tampa. I wouldn't be shocked at all if Tampa pulled on the the upsets in the playoffs, one or two of them. It's Tom Brady. It's going to be a home game. Sure, they'll be down 10 and win win late. Like, that's their magic. Uh, But I don't know. Tampa not trying. I mean, I see what Tampa trying looks like.
5: Jeff makes an irrefutable case. I'm with him on the Falcons. Yeah, I'm taking Are the Falcons. Have the
6: same super lock?
1: Uh, I'm, not on the
5: super lock, but I'm with you on the pick.
1: I'm taking the Falcons as well. The coin agrees on the Falcons in this spot too. I have a feeling this is this almost like that Raiders pick from earlier, that if you just blindly faded the who's who's taking Tampa in this game with Blaine Gabbard, a bunch of scrubs, honestly.
6: Yeah, it could be a touchdown. You think like or six points by game. Yeah,
1: I would think that you want your. I mean, what would you prefer? That you bet your minus four right now, and it goes to seven, or you wake up on Sunday
5: and it's like minus three and a
1: half all of a sudden? Would you be like, I don't
5: know about this? <laughs> if the line doesn't move, I'll be more concerned because, like, I can't imagine people are coming in yeah. to bet Tampa. No,
6: but but to, to, like, I could bet it now and buy out of it because I don't think it could get worse than the half point if I'm not scared. Although I wouldn't. Um, you're, yeah, you should probably buy it now. Cause it's gonna, I think it goes at least up to six. I don't know if it gets to seven, but in this sort of new age NFL, we've kind of discovered six to some people counts as a key number these days. So I, I take it. Minnesota at Chicago
1: bears four point dogs at home in this game. Fields is going to start. He has a chance to break the QB rushing record. Uh, I thought he was going to get there last week, but he got pretty banged up in that game. How many injuries do you think Justin Fields has, Tim?
5: (laughs) Four, five. Fellow is extraordinarily tough. I'm going to take Minnesota in this game. Just feel like once Fields gets to the number, they'll wean him out of the game. And the Vikings still have something to play for uh, in terms of seeding. So. Yeah, I think if the 49ers pass? lose if the 49ers lose and they win, then they would... No, let me take a look at this.
6: The Vikings do not want to move. If I'm the Vikings, they don't want to move. Tampa's locked into the four spot Um, and if you end up in that two spot, you got to play the Packers. I'd ra- Even though the Giants pretty almost beat us us. Beat you at almost beat you at home a couple weeks ago, and it would be a very familiar game for them on a you know in a very short time span. That's the matchup the Vikings have to try to be seeking out right now.
1: There's no there's no chance the Vikings can get the one right because they lost to the Eagles. Correct. But is there a yes. circumstance where? yeah, okay, because they lost to Dallas too. Never mind. I was going to say, if Dallas wins, Philly loses, San Francisco, or if San Francisco wins and the Vikings win, there's a four-way tie for the one seed. But it doesn't seem like there's any scenario in which Minnesota ends up getting the one out of that.
6: No, I they would be eliminated right. in all the tie-breaking scenarios and all of that would work against them.
1: But yes, you're right. They can they can get the two seed if they win and the Niners lose because they just simply have a better record. Correct. They've been, I, I, I guess we didn't really talk about this last week before trying to talk about that game. Our bad, again, you know, results may vary when it comes down to the analysis on this show, but Minnesota hadn't played outdoors in like six weeks or something like that before last week. I didn't realize that.
6: My, listen, and a lot of sharps, a lot of the sharp hate, the Viking hating sharps, love them last week. I'm telling you, I'm almost going to give myself my own research project. I am probably 15 and no 14 and like two ATS on Viking games this year. I'm a Viking whisper.
1: (laughs) Just like that year that I was when I kept picking them every week as my super lock and started like seven and oh (laughs) yeah.
6: yeah, I've been so good. I've known when to be on, when to be off. I've, the games where I felt that like their luck's going to run out. I'm like, no, this isn't the spot like the Washington game or or some others. Um, Yeah. But what we're talking about bears, Vikings. I I don't think the Vikings want to win. They can't fall to four and getting to two doesn't help them. Well, it helps them in that, that home game would be there, but then they got to play the Packers. Give me the bears. Give me the bears. I'm going to take the Vikings in this spot. I, I kind of agree
1: with Tim that either Fields goes down with an injury or he gets yanked because he's so banged up once he gets that record. And maybe, maybe the Chicago D is good enough to turn over Kirk four times in like frigid weather in Chicago outdoors. Maybe that's the angle I should be playing on this game. But I'm going to go back to Minnesota here now that everyone has kind of stopped being a believer in the Vikings at least against the spread of how it turns out. I think that. Uh, so Jeff, are you playing a Feinberg here, or do you think they lose the game outright?
6: Yeah, it could easily be a a Feinberg. But I'll be all in on them in the, well, I shouldn't say that. We'll see the matchups. (laughs) New York Jets at Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are
1: favored by one in this game. Teddy Bridgewater is a broken finger, so I assume he's not playing. Have we heard anything about Tua yet? We're assuming he's out, right?
5: Absolutely.
6: I mean, I wouldn't talk in absolutes. He called this a casket match about a month ago, Pat.
1: It was just for every quarterback who started for these teams has been put into a casket before the game started.
5: Well, but just like when Jeff called that game to be a casket match before week one two years ago, everything changed in the circumstances and it wasn't one anymore. What are you going to do? Mike White is clearly very hurt. Every single time there was a bit of pressure on him, he threw the ball away even on third and long. He clearly did not want to take a hit, so his ribs are still clearly really bothering him. They couldn't adjust. They couldn't run the ball. The Seattle defense, which everybody rips apart, the Jets couldn't score a touchdown on. Like it was it was a good continuation of the complete inability for them to play offense the week before in Jacksonville and a fitting crown to the end of the season. But Miami's also terrible with Skylar Thompson. This is a garbage game, so much so that the first time I've done this all year, teasing, them, teasing the over-under down. Or up, sorry, is going to be one of my uh one of my picks on my my free money. We're gonna tease the under from thirty-eight and a half, up six points. Under forty-four and a half then? Yes. And uh I'll take the dolphins in this game. I'm gonna take
1: the Jets. Well. I, I think that the, the best unit standing on the field, if it is truly Skylar Thompson who's going to be playing. Like we already saw this game, and Skylar Thompson was
5: ass against this Jets defense, which is still pretty good at this point. Not against the run. And what have teams done in the last several weeks? Run, 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 run with great e- effectiveness. Even Detroit. Uh, if Miami just puts the ball in the hand of the running backs, it's hard to see a pass for the Jets to win. So, Jeff, what are
6: the two Reddits
5: saying here? Like, what's
6: <laughs> a bigger cesspool at the moment?
5: Well, the Jets' uh, Reddit, at least before yesterday, is just all speculation about which quarterback is coming to town. Is it, are we going to make a trade? For Trey in San Francisco, are we going to go? Well, after hold, Brady? Hold, hold on. We- I, I,
1: I saw the, I saw this Trey Lance thing. Here here is the proposal, Jeff. Zach Wilson to San Francisco for Trey Lance.
4: <laughs> what is that? Who the fuck would take that deal?
5: Well, San Francisco gets out of having to deal with Trey Lance. That can be a backup. So Trey a, Lance uh, can't project.
1: be. So Trey Lance can't be a backup slash project, but just Zach Wilson just because-
6: can be? Zach is worth like four cents on the dollar. Trey Lance is probably still worth
5: half the dollar, maybe more. Anyway, that's one of the speculations that I've heard. You know, Tom Brady, Derek Carr, there's the names are endless. That's what it's all about right now. The next several months are just questions about who's going to play quarterback for the Jets.
4: Would you give up sauce to get Lamar? I saw people in the on Twitter asking you because like yeah, you're like, Oh, we would want we want you know, if we were gonna get Lamar and a lot of people ask you if you would be willing to include sauce, which I feel like you may have to include if you're gonna get Lamar Jackson. I
5: doubt that would be required, but if it were required and we had to give a one. You no, know, it might rounder. be
4: it would
6: if it's the, the like the pure amount of first round picks and they're like, you know what? We just want your first round pick from last year, who's the man instead of some nameless
5: future pick i
6: could see that in the king's ransom package
5: well when i said i was willing to pay basically any price i i meant it so yes that's what it takes the value of having a an elite quarterback is just so much more valuable than a a, one of the best cornerbacks in football it's not the best cornerback in football
6: why aren't you why haven't you used any of the jet segment and as you head to
5: the off season to just obliterate your head coach because I'm very torn on what to do with my head coach. In one sense, I think his in-game managing is not getting any better. He's a and soccer
6: mom at this point.
5: Yes, he Why has. He, like, is. just
6: hand out orange slices.
5: He but only... he turned around that defense from one of the perhaps the worst in football last year to one of the best. And but he only shows emotion when something good happens. He had to deal with a lot of injuries this season, and he doesn't have a quarterback, and so like. If the team keeps him, I mean, he wasn't Woody's guy. Woody wasn't there when they hired him. Uh, If the team chooses to fire him, I'll be okay with it. But if they want to keep him, uh, you know, I'm fine with that, too. I don't think I would fire him quite yet. The Jets could use a little continuity. Like, he hasn't been so egregious that he needs to go after two seasons. You're probably
6: firing firing LaFleur if he stays.
5: I sure hope so. LaFleur does need to go. His offensive game planning has been suspect at best. LaFleur needs to go. And, like, I have my eyes on someone like Cliff Kingsbury to come in, who would be a marvelous offense Do you still
6: expect to clinch a playoff spot by Halloween?
5: Next year is going to be so special. (laughs) Everybody healthy with a real quarterback. And who knows? They lose this game, a fourth-place schedule. Uh, You know, take flight. I, mean, be I really, 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 really special next year.
1: I should take, you know, I should switch my pick to Miami. Did you know that Jeff? That uh, during the Jets' like winning streak, like midway through the season, that Cust made a bet with our friend that the Jets wouldn't finish last in the AFC East.
5: <laughs> this was before the season began. No, oh. this was not midseason. season uh, It was before the I, season started.
1: I just remember you bragging about it like midway through the season. Like, how could they come last now?
5: I still have every opportunity not to lose that bet. That's true, but they have a
1: very good opportunity to lose that bet.
6: I was really disappointed. I thought the Jets were going to be great last weekend. Me too. That that was one of those losing
1: picks from the best bet show.
6: (laughs) It was really high on the Jets. Yeah, they lost. They got whipped around by a team that honestly looked like they, I don't want to say given up, but that their gas tank was on empty.
1: Well, it was the first time in what five weeks where Seattle's defense played respectable, and they just annihilated the Jets on the defensive side of the ball. I was actually shocked that they didn't bring in Strevler and just run the ball five hundred times, like run a Tebow offense or something.
6: So, Tim, how are you cheering for this eight this playoff spot? Because
5: oh, you, there's you, no debate in my mind. There's no if hands or buts. The Patriots can't go to the playoffs. So you're hoping for the – so, but
1: then you need the Jets to win so the Steelers can get that final playoff spot. Then the Pats and Dolphins both miss.
5: I mean, that would be best-case scenario. The Jets and the – the, uh, the pa- Jets win, Patriots lose, Steelers win, or Steelers lose. If Jets win and Patriots lose, then all I need is the Jags to lose on Sunday ni- on th- Saturday night. That's great too. So who gets the spot if the Jags win and the Steelers, Dolphins, and Patriots lose? New England does at 8-9. They win the AFC tiebreak with the Jets, which is why the Jets are limited.
6: And then, oh, you'll lay like, I'll lay 12 points on the Bills.
5: Against the, the, against the Bills or Chiefs or whoever it is that they play. Or Bengals, whoever it is they play in that game, yeah.
1: So, I, I did want to recap. This was uh, put out to, on our text thread, Jeff, <clears throat> from our other friend, Tim, recapping Cassier of rooting for the Jets. So, here's point by point. Let's play this year back. Zach gets injured in the preseason. That happened once. No chance they do anything well because Zach Wilson is injured. They beat the Browns when Nick Chubb decides to score a touchdown instead of takes a knee and calls it the greatest comeback win ever. And then Zach Wilson comes back and wins a game. He comes on this show, goes through the schedule, and has them winning out. <laughs> And then it turns out that Zach Wilson actually sucks, and then he has them losing out the rest of the year. They go to Mike White. Mike White wins a game. He talks about how this could be a Super Bowl team, which Tim still then agreed that they would have been if he hadn't broken his ribs. And then he cried about Mike White after one of the games. Uh, Then Mike White got hurt again. Then he melted down on Twitter. Uh, And then he was really hyped for the Jets last week and how they were going to make the playoffs. And now it's just, you know, it's a write-off year and Salah could be fired. So that's how Tim has gone up and down throughout the course of the year in jot note
6: form.
5: <laughs> Sorry, I just t-
4: pretty. Dang- go ahead,
5: Jeff. Go ahead. He asked you to re- to re- he asked you to react. So go ahead.
4: He is reacting. He sounds He's like at
5: your, you. it seems a lot like the way Jeff's treated uh, the Chargers this year. But no, uh, I'll say this: mine is pretty
6: simple. Springtime, summertime, wintertime, early fall. Feinberg thinks he's going to a Super Bowl. Feinberg thinks he's going to an AFC championship. Week three, Feinberg's hopes are over. Week, whatever that Dolphin game was, week 14, Feinberg shows up on your Sunday night show, greened out in preparation, (laughs) thinking his season is over. Nothing changed. And then now, I don't know. I have life. I have life, and I'm going to... I won't talk about it, but I think I'm going to ruin somebody's
1: party. So, Tim, when laid out like that and you said that you were doing better
5: this year handling your emotions, would you say that maybe that's not accurate? No, I would say I've done a lot better job this year. (laughs) Uh, The last several weeks, as things have gone sideways, I have really just sort of accepted it as it's come. Oh, you were fired up on Sunday for the Jets still getting in. Well, sure. There was still a path for them. I didn't realize just how terribly injured White was that he couldn't throw the ball. You're right. I I didn't appreciate that fact. But but look, I mean, everything looks bad like that when you remember it. (laughs) Um, The fact of the matter is, well, yes, that that lays out some clear ups and downs in my emotions at the same time. Um, I thought I handled this year a lot better. I was realistic at the start of the year with an eight-nine record, which is what they'll be if they win. Um, I didn't get way too depressed as the last five or maybe six games are all going to be losses. I've taken that with uh, you know with good cheer for the most part. Outside of the the loss to the Patriots when Zach couldn't play and through that, and they had that punt return touchdown. Other than that, I think I handled things really well. And uh, remember, I think i have to be commended for that. I really I think, remember when you wanted. Hold on.
1: Remember when you wanted to give Mike White forty two million dollars?
5: I said if they had to do that as on a franchise tag, I'd look the other way on it. Would you still um, look the other way on Mike that? White, I think a healthy Mike White is better than most of the options out there. But I mean, like this is my life now. This is as you saw. See? Jets Reddit was all about: do we get car, Do we get? Trey Lance, do we get Tom Brady? Do we go get uh, Garoppolo? Do we bring Mike White back? Do we try to trade our picks for a draft pick to go after one of these young quarterbacks? What do we do? Uh, you know, In a lot of ways, the Jets are the story of this offseason because they are the most oh, talented team <laughs> that needs a quarterback. Right they're, they're the crown jewel spot for any good quarterback. That could you, be the Raiders. because It could be the Raiders. It could be. The Raiders are contenders for that as well. And it could be the 49ers. I think and it the... could be the
6: Dolphins.
5: No, yeah, do, do we I don't do think... we do we think well, that, do we well,
6: do we think that too
5: is like the, the new school Brett Lindros when it comes to this? It's possible. I guess I hadn't given the Dolphins consideration vis-a-vis would they or quarterback be able to play? Uh
6: which sucks because he kind of answered the questions that we all like, is he going to be a decent, good NFL yes. quarterback? You kind of answered that for us but this to, year. But and to then... stay on
5: the Jets, I didn't really think we are the story. Because with our defense, I'm going to have offensive player, rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, Brees Hall coming back. It won't coming...
6: even be the story in your own freaking AB, market.
5: AVT coming back. Uh, the Jets have the are going to be the story of the post-Super Bowl pre-draft period. I don't think there's much debate about that. Who are they going to land at quarterback? And if they were to land like Tom Brady, they would blot out the sun for the entirety of the NFL offseason.
6: You were seven and four and openly declared like anything but the playoffs. Then
5: becomes the season's a big disappointment. It, well, it's not. It is a big. Dis- it is a disappointment to lose your last six games out is it going to be a disappointment or, or to lose five or six that they win? This and week? I think
6: on our back to the futures, I took you over seven and a half wins at one
5: point. And yeah. I, I hope you lose it. See, at least they helped my Seattle and, playoff venture because I have a real shot at that now. And I would
6: also go as far to say, Tim, I think the only reason you are handling this, the way you're handling it, is what has also happened in Miami and New England through Christmas. Honestly, through December. The, the, the
5: heat shield of the Dolphins and Patriots playing poorly has been very helpful for me. Like I it's won't allowed deny that. you to I won't well, deny that.
6: Yeah, like it if like Miami's season had continued where it was six weeks ago, I don't think you'd be enjoying this nearly yet. You, sorry. I don't think you'd be handling your demise I think that's probably as well. Right. But you're sinking and they're sinking beside you, and you're like, just giggle. Like, you're like, well, at least you're here with me, I think, as you stare at Yeah, your that's dad. right.
5: Misery enjoys company. At least, it could, yeah, exactly. I, I think that's, I hadn't thought about that point, but that's a very good diagnosis of the situation. Yes. The dolphin, in fact, if anything, the dolphins losing is a bigger story. <laughs> uh, people, because people had even bigger hype for them. Uh, when they were eight and three and the Dolphins are going to the Super Bowl and they were the greatest team ever. And watch out, greatest show on turf. You haven't seen Tyree Gill and Jalen Waddle, uh, you know, Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce can take a back seat to this marvelous Dolphins team, except they you know they'll win any more games. Uh, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't lie about that. But, you know, it's unfortunate that the last two games are gonna be without their quarterback because like it's better when he plays and they lose rather than him not being able to play because he's hurt. That's no fun.
1: Is the waddle the most mocked celebration by other teams? I think every single week someone on the other team does a waddle when they do something. Oh,
5: well. it's such an obnoxious little dance. I, 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 actually,
1: I actually love think, doing it. No, I actually think that people just really enjoy doing it.
5: Yeah. One of my highlights of this whole year was when Michael Carter did the waddle in the end zone against the dolphins to show them up. Like that just made me feel great. That made you feel great
1: mocking other people.
5: Yeah. because the jets were crushing the Dolphins. Winning.
1: Wasn't good enough for you. You had to be mocked
5: as well. Yes, that's right. I guess in that moment, that's was it. It was was a tough year. Like was it? There were so many games. This the best year.
1: This is the best year
5: that they've had in fucking 10 years. Well, no, they went 10-6 and in twenty fifteen, But, like, there were so many games, both Patriots games, they had every opportunity to win, and they let them go. Uh, and, like, those games are what's going to keep them out of the playoffs. That and their performance the last couple of weeks where they can't score touchdowns because they don't have a quarterback or their quarterback's hurt or because the offensive play caller doesn't know what he's doing. But, you know, we're on our third string running back, and we have Beckton is out, AVT is out. like we're, Our offensive line is in shambles. And our running back's out, and we don't have a quarterback, and yet we're still competitive. Like that That's how supremely talented this roster is, that if you get it healthy and you put it decent, you don't have to be good. It doesn't even need to be good for this team to be a Super Bowl contender next year. It just needs to be a competent quarterback who can run this offense. The Jets are probably going to the Super Bowl next year. I really believe that.
6: You believe you that? a preseason MVP, man.
5: Yeah, well, Skylar Thompson was the preseason MVP this year, and uh, he can't throw the ball down the field. I mean, did you did you call Skylar Thompson the preseason MVP? No, what I was told over and over again that he was because of his marvelous play. Because of course, everything the Dolphins do is so amazing. Yes,
1: you were told by our Dolphins fan friend who was mocking you about it.
5: Well, look, the only if at least if the Jets could win this game, they could sweep the Dolphins. Now the Dolphins would then be getting a fourth place schedule next year. But whatever, like there would be joy in. Of course, they lose the game and the and the schedule breaks right, the Jets could end up with like the eleventh or twelfth pick in the draft. Like, there's a lot of weird things that can happen if they lose this game too. But whatever, we move forward. Um, It was it was a it was a treat for the season, even though it didn't it didn't end the way I wanted. A lot of people thought it would end in tears, and it didn't end in tears. I've despite the the TikTok that you described of the way I went up and down this season, I feel like the last five weeks have shown a lot of growth from me. And uh, taking things really well, and I have taken them well, and I've accepted things as they are.
6: Jeff, are you? Taking- I can just see like the Sarah McLachlan music playing to you who his right now.
5: Sure.
1: Was that was that just me, or did Jeff break up when he was talking? No, it was it was, that was Jeff, that Jeff. That was, was Jeff. Static there. Okay. It was static there. He's trying to make Sarah McLachlan dog jokes. Uh, I suspect so interesting did you Jeff did you tell us who you're taking
6: the Jets or the Dolphins I really don't I really am so torn so you need to have so what you're
1: saying is that you need to have Natalie Imbruglia music underneath you
6: yeah I'm gonna take the Dolphins and Pat I don't know what's going on like as you've probably noticed up until a minute ago I'm smooth I'm I think everything's going through. I, I got a new computer, so the choppiness should be ending. And it keeps like telling me it's got a reboot and I keep telling it, no, and it keeps telling me it got to so
5: so now you agree with me that the, all these updates that all the computers these days want are stupid and a waste of time and no, this is
6: brand new like it's been out of the box for exactly you should require no hour. update
5: it should require no update for months and months and months it's a new no, computer because it has to update to where it is now there's well nothing- why didn't you get it updated before you brought it home i, mean, I buy stuff from from uh, the best buy and they set everything up for me my computer is open up the 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 screen and click start basically <laughs>
6: It pretty much sets up itself. Oh, well, they know it. It
5: doesn't set. It doesn't. They. I get the, 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 the geeks squad to do it for me so that it's all ready to roll. You really, I don't know how to do that. Do this you stuff.
1: really waste all that fucking time with nonsense that, like Jeff said, just open it, it'll do it itself. He doesn't want to do it right like,
5: now. No, I want the experts to set it up for me. What them.
1: experts? Like
5: they are the experts. They do it right. They'll do it better than we'll do it. They're trained in it. We're not. <laughs> You could cook your own meal at home or you could go to a restaurant. Who's going to do a better job? I mean, it depends on where you go, doesn't it? Not really. It does. I'll cook a better meal than Burger King's going to make for me, pal. Well, you know, I don't know. I am. Will no, you? no. Yes, I will. I don't know. That flame bro Whopper is pretty good. Did you see they have this new thing called the Extra Long Cheeseburger, Jeff? Nope. That sounds gross. It's on their, their chicken sandwich bun. I'm very intrigued. I'm trying to stay away from fast food right now. I'm very intrigued, though. Because it probably is really good. Anyway. Uh, Carolina and
1: New Orleans. New Orleans is favored by three and a half at home. It's an inconsequential game. Just draft pick seating, I assume, is... I can't believe the Saints beat the stupid Eagles last week. I guess it was the first time all year that they're deep. Was that the Saints team that you were picking to like be good this year, Jeff? Cuz that team actually looked pretty good.
5: Yeah, I guess so. It helped that Minshew was terrible. It was, but I, I mean those... their defense played when they were just
1: I mean without Lane Johnson. That looked Johnson, like they last year's civ. Eagles.
5: That looked like last year's Eagles, who played decent defense but couldn't move the ball at all on offense. I'll take uh Sammy Scrambles. I can't here. lay I I can't lay three and a half points. I don't see any reason why I should be laying the extra half point here. Give me Carolina. Yeah, I'll take Carolina. Coins
1: go in New Orleans, Jeff.
6: I'll take New Orleans also. This is just a stupid game. The team at home whatever. I will not be betting, touching, going near it. Fair enough. That brings us to the midway
1: point of the show, which means it's time for a mini version of
0: Cust Corner! <laughs> Cascona, it's Cascona. Cascona, it's Cascona. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cascona, it's Cascona. Cascona.
5: So, what's wrong with me putting stuff in the freezer like cake? Oh my
1: God. So, it's what's not.
5: wrong with me doing that?
1: Here's the thing. As some people had pointed out that others were putting, like some people saved their wedding cake. To eat on their anniversary, which I will go back what? again, people, and tell you the best wedding gift that is actually cheaper than just giving people money, but they'll enjoy more is go to a TJ Maxx. We call it Winners here in Canada. Go get like a, an old timey wooden box. They're super cheap there. Fill it up with some like hay or streamers or something like that and go get a nice bottle of champagne. You don't need to go spend a thousand dollars on a bottle of champagne. Buy like a hundred and fifty dollar, two hundred dollar bottle of champagne as a wedding I gift. get a
5: nice yeah. bottle of champagne.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, Tim. Do you not want this for your wedding? Go ahead. You're, you're the same guy who's bringing frozen matzo <laughs> well, sticks you know, like, to potlucks?
5: Like, you know, $100 is, is okay champagne. I What's
1: guess. the most you've ever given someone as a wedding gift?
5: Um, That's a good question. A- is it I over
1: under under
5: $100? I think it's a push.
1: So, shut up. Anyway, go get your $150, or whatever you can afford. It doesn't need to be, like I said, $1,000. If all you can afford is a $50 bottle, get a $50 bottle. Whatever you're going to give as the gift, anyway, in terms of money, get that. Quality, I mean, it wouldn't be quality according to Tim, despite that's what he's giving people as a gift. Either way, you put it in the box, you wrap it up, and you tell the bride and groom to open it one year from now on their anniversary. They open it up, they have a nice bottle of champagne, they'll remember you. It's a great wedding gift. Other people, on their wedding night, they like to take a piece of the cake and put it in their freezer and store it to eat one year later as a reminder of their anniversary, Jeff. And uh, to the person, when they take that out, You know what tastes like
6: absolute shit? That cake. That sounds horrible. Yeah. That sounds horrible. But Tim... That sounds horrible. Also, Tim, I need a bat. Like, what's the backstory on Tim and and, and cake? He went to the grocery store and bought a birthday cake, despite the fact that his birthday is
1: not for five months from now. Listen. And he only bought it because it was half off. Not because he wanted to eat the cake tonight, but because it was half off and he could store it in the freezer so when people came over, he could thaw it out in the
5: microwave and serve it to people. <laughs> yes, you've got to have cake on hand in case company drops by to serve with tea or coffee. No one stops by your place. You don't invite anyone over. That's not true. Uh, people... You need to have cake on hand for company. Then have cake on politeness. hand. Don't give them fucking microwave cake. And you just microwave it for like 15 seconds to thaw it out. That... Uh, you're not putting it in for long periods of time, right? You just put it so that it, 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 so it's not frozen anymore. But like it was half price. Yeah. And it looked delicious. And, and when you're at the grocery store and you see things on half price, that's a must buy most of the time. <laughs> I feel very strongly about this. You know, in a world where grocery prices are, are growing, and uh, budgets are being stretched tighter, you see that 50% sticker, you have to then at that point explain to yourself why you aren't buying that item.
6: That's wrong. (laughs) That is wrong. Maybe just buy what you need. I will backtrack and say that generic grocery store preservative-filled white cake.
5: So good. Oh,
6: oh, it's delicious.
5: Thank you. you Hold
6: on. You can buy that thing. It can say "Happy Birthday" on it. You don't need a reason. In my house, sometimes that thing shows up for fr- just because it's Friday.
5: Okay, good. I
6: agree. But sometimes I will buy birthday cake. Free- it doesn't go in the freezer to like maybe in three months, and Judy's coming over, and I'm gonna need a thaw piece of this fifty percent off. No, that is that is low rent. That is that no, is son. that is no. It is because the cake is low rent. So saving... No, it's good uh, cake. But saving this is a low-rent, half-price cake for four months from now...
5: Stop is calling it, it low-rent. It's actually it, it, very good Tim, cake. Tim, Tim, you no, fucking I tweeted us. It.
1: You showed us a picture of it. It was a $16 cake that you bought for half off.
5: It was a $16 half cake. So it would have been a
1: $32 full cake. Again, if you're so big into cake, why don't you actually go to a cake shop or a
5: pastry shop to buy your cake? Instead of just no, going I to like the,
1: to go to the grocery the, the sh- store. The I, shittiest part of the supermarket.
5: I like to go to the superstore and like the Loblaws and just walk by the cake aisle every single time I'm there and just look at the cakes and the cupcakes and the various things they have. And sometimes if there's a good cake there at 50% off, I'll just buy it and, and, and have it in the house and, and, and snack on it or I'll save it in case company comes by. And in this instance, I didn't have anything and it's a great deal at this price. So like, Again, when you see something 50% off at the grocery store, you then have to defend why you haven't bought it. No, that's not true. It is true. Also, let's put this into
1: some sort of context. $200 bottle of champagne, trash gift, great gift for people coming over to you, $8 frozen cake.
5: Well, those are very different circumstances.
1: You're you're giving, you're hosting people and you want them to enjoy yourselves and you're giving them the shittiest thing they can eat prepared prepared in the worst possible way.
6: Tim, let's say, okay, so you have this frozen cake, but now you're planning, you know, now like in four days, I'm having some people over. Would you on that fourth day go out and get a new cake or would you say, I've got that sucker in the freezer. Uh, I
5: would use the one that's in the freezer. Oh my You're god! Nu-
6: that's not love. That is not love.
5: That's what it's there for. I no, mean, you
6: I... literally made it seem like it, like it's there for the same reason you keep subway gift cards. Like subway yes, it is. is popping by.
1: But it's yes, like... that's exactly. Yeah, why. but but Jeff just said you know that these people are
6: coming over, so you can go pick up a fresh
1: cake and probably a nicer one at that.
5: Well, I, if I were to buy a cake, it would be from the same place that I get all my cakes, which is to say the grocery store. So you have no, yeah, and you have no interest in giving your
1: guests anything nice, is what you're saying. You want to well, have, yeah, you, you want to have the lowest. Like. Not, maybe they don't like it because you have the lowest fucking taste possible.
5: That's not true. Come on now. Oh please, there are, I, 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 there, there are no please. But I Sounds saw like
6: Pat's. It. I saw Pat's post where you were like offended that someone wished you happy birthday. Well, my, my question up. was
5: was whether I needed to correct them or just accept the compliment. I I chose to accept the compliment.
1: You you chose to accept
5: the compliment, but you don't see the real
1: dig here because most people (laughs) wouldn't assume when buying a birthday cake that the birthday cake would be for you, but that person did assume it was for you.
6: She smelled the Al (laughs) Borland on him, Oh, no. (laughs) You didn't think about
5: that, did you? No. Oh, that was mean then.
6: It's true. I've never picked up a birthday cake and the cashier wishes me the happy birthday. They just...
5: Oh, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can you give us a. Oh, my God. Yeah, you, th- that didn't occur to you. You were just so, you so wanted the credit for it being your birthday. You, your really, for... credit, yeah. you really forgot
5: about that part. I I just, she said, oh, happy birthday. And I was like, oh, thanks. But it didn't occur to me, yeah. Like, who buys birthday cakes for themselves other than, like Jeff said, the Al Borland table for one type.
1: I mean, Maybe it's the Tim Andercuss types, according, according to that
5: cashier. I mean, I was buying it for myself. She wasn't wrong. <laughs> well, I thought you were buying it. I mean, oh, hold, hold on. I mean, I thought, I mean I, I'm buying. I, it I thought have, I thought that you were buying
1: it for your guests, over. and now it's for you. Is it all? Have you already eaten the cake? <laughs> no,
6: I haven't eaten the cake. <laughs>
3: are
6: you sure? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. See, like Tim, I'm even questioning going back into the freezer. <laughs> I've got some ice cream cake from my birthday that I'm worried. could Oh, be- that's
5: fine. Ice cream belongs in the freezer. If it's not, if it's not okay after two weeks, what are we doing here? Yeah, it's fine. I know. I want to break that brick out. Break it out. There's nothing wrong with that. Ice cream in the freezer was good for a long time. Till it gets those crystals on it. That's when it's time to, ch- to chuck it.
1: Also, why was it 50% off?
5: Is it because it was super cold? I don't know. It, like, no, wait, I think it, it's because
6: it, it expires that night.
1: It's, like it's close to night. the
5: expiration date sort of thing. You
1: are someone who won't eat anything like five days before it, the expiration date. No, but the yeah, but but
5: freezer's... Freezers but, change the game on this.
1: But this is already, like, hours away from the expiration, the required expiration date that they have to put
3: on.
6: On Pat, on the sticker, I bet it says, we re- like, for tonight. Like, eat tonight. We recommend for <laughs> tonight. It actually doesn't have something
5: like that.
6: <laughs> yeah, we recommend you eat this tonight. Like, it's saying, tonight is well, the I can't night. eat
5: a whole half cake by myself in one night. Oh, I dare you to. Let's see if you can't do oh, I, it. Oh, okay, okay. Bet Not you that could. I can't. off,
6: you don't need to eat the whole
5: thing to get value I got value even if I don't take a bite out of it because it's such a great buy (laughs) What? (laughs) I understand that sounds crazy but let me explain even if I don't get a bite out of it I bought it at such a discount that I got value it's exactly the same as the argument you would make about me getting value on San Francisco minus 6 last week (laughs) even though they didn't win, even though I lost the bet I got great value on it so it's the same logic here so I got great value on the cake, even if I don't take a bite and chuck it in the trash. Like in some ways, I still come out a winner because I bought an item at, at value. If you see what I'm saying, no. you
4: don't think you're going to win most insane. <laughs> if you don't eat it, you just wasted it. Like yeah. there is no value. I, I thought you were you uh, made uh, a bad on not wasting things.
5: I don't want to waste it. I'm hoping that in a few like, months.
6: Your logic is if you just go around making sharp buys at the grocery <laughs> store, you'll eat the majority of those things. You'll be plus CV. <laughs> <TV>. Yes, <laughs> that's Same exactly it. If you, if you get enough games with multiple point closing line value, your, your season record will be fine.
5: Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. It's how you beat big grocery long term. <laughs> A hundred percent. One yeah. of the ways to beat big grocery is to cash in on BOGOS. You know, you know, fifty you percent know, you know, off days. You know, you know what?
1: He's not wrong. He only has to beat the the big grocery store fifty four point six percent of the
5: time, Jeff. MV Galen Weston. <laughs> yes. Like I again. 50% off is a must buy. I'll buy the 50% off sandwich in the deli even if I don't really like the sandwich that much cuz it's half price. You can't say no to it. But like when you're you talking the, about
6: When you go to the Bay, are you just raiding the 50% off shelf? Like why
5: would I, uh, Well, it's not a grocery store and it's a lot more money, but yes, if I'm going to the Bay and it's like there's a 50% off rack and I find something I like why do you have to Nine like it? You know what I mean. You, you can throw it out, and it's plus EV. Well, but again, I like the cake. I'll throw it out if I, you know, I have a chance. I am still plus EV. If I get a, a article of clothing that I really like and don't wear it much and give it away to, to charity, that's still a plus EV buy. I've still gotten extra value. If you know what I mean, its consumption is not conti- Its value is not contingent on its consumption. Really, food It's contingent upon its purchase.
1: What other items at the grocery store are absolute must buys with a fifty percent sticker on them?
5: Chicken wings from the deli. Oh my god! Chicken Any, anything from, from the deli. Anything
1: from like a grocery store deli is fucking disgusting, man. And uh, if they're fifty percent off, you know they've been there for
5: like eight hours. Ah, uh, that's so what? They're they're in the cold. Box. If you're buying tendies,
6: oh. if you're buying that shit at fifty percent off, and you're not eating it for dinner, it's gone.
5: Yeah, even but I usually eat, am in that. Even case. if
1: you're eating it for dinner, like there is nothing. It might not more make it home. Discu- it might
5: not make it home. The cold tendies might get eaten in the car on the drive home.
1: Are those like the? That's the, happened. Like I don't know what cold tendies are. are those like the taters, like the wedges. Chicken taters? tenders. No, no, the chicken tenders like, that aren't honestly, like chicken fingers that are cold. You know, I will say it's, you know those it's, potato wedges that they serve at like grocery store delis are might be the most disgusting item. Even fresh... Yeah, I'm the, not a lover. Even out I'm of, not a lover the of the, the deep fryer, they are fucking disgusting.
5: Yeah, I I have to say I'm not a lover of wedges in general. I think it's too much potato. There's way too much potato to crisp ratio. And wedges yeah, even rarely if you do. Well,
6: them like well done, they still are still not a, they're never Yeah, it's too to potato
5: it I I enough. I don't I don't go in for wedges. This came often. this this came up the other day, Jeff,
1: when Tim was talking about the the famous Chinese food place that he loves to go to. Tim, what did you say
5: were your two favorite things at that place and why you go there? The egg rolls and the chicken balls are the two best things. Yes. Egg rolls, because they're unlike anywhere else's egg rolls in the city. No, Jeff,
1: are you you hearing him? And this is the same thing about, I mean, just, I find that those taters are absolutely disgusting, those wedges. But he said, there's too much potato, not enough of the outside, the batter. The two things that he likes at this Chinese food place probably make up 74% batter.
6: Yeah,
5: I mean, that's like what kids, yeah. Uh, That's true of the chicken balls, and you can get chicken balls anywhere. Their chicken balls are not so much better than everybody else's chicken balls, even though they're if you're absolutely phenomenal.
6: Chicken balls past like eleven years old. And this Oh, is really? You don't get wrestling. sweet
5: and sour chicken balls? You don't order sweet and sour chicken balls with your Chinese? What's I mean, wrong with I, you? I, no, I don't. I get, we, like, we order Chinese
6: all the time. Do you ever see me get it? I get no, it every time. I like the other dishes. Like I get my my chicken sandwiches or my chicken nuggets and other things. I don't need that from my Chinese. Chinese That's food. literally yeah. like what my kids like.
5: I ordered the ginger beef. The chicken balls, the uh, the, the honey spare ribs, the rice, Jesus. chow mein, and egg rolls. Oh, it, it, babe, it was a meal a, for that, multiple that, That's quite people. a, it was a meal. meal. That's quite a meal it there, a meal. It was a meal for four people. Yeah, but four you, people partook in that
1: meal. But you um, ate the chicken balls. You get chicken I, balls I, I, e- every single time that we order Chinese food, or even Thai food for that matter, because they'll have chicken balls on the oh, menu. Yeah. You're going to get them.
6: Every single
1: love love you you and you and my dad actually have the same level of
5: like refinement with their taste. I both love love chicken balls.
6: balls. I'm not gonna miss the chicken ball. I will.
5: I love it, and I bet you, if you were to ask Cam Stewart, he loves them too. No, no, doesn't like sweet and sour chicken balls.
6: No, I I think he likes them. But if Cam's got to fill up like the three, there should be an
5: all you can eat sweet and sour chicken ball. If Cam's
6: got to fill up the all like the three entree styrofoam large. Chicken balls aren't making the cut. Really? I, think, I, think okay. what Jeff,
1: I think what Jeff is saying is that he can get better than sweet and sour chicken balls from a Chinese food place. If he's going to get like that level of chicken, he'll get nuggets from wherever it is that he likes nuggets. If you're going to go to a Chinese food place,
5: why aren't you getting Chinese food? Well, first, I consider sweet and sour chicken ball the type of North Americanized Chinese food. And I love them. And I grew up on them. And I think they're delicious. Uh it doesn't mean that the only thing I would get, but like if you had to tell me you have to order a Chinese meal, it can only have three things, I'd get sweet and sour chicken balls, rice and an egg roll. Yes, I would. I don't feel like a Chinese food meal is quite complete without sweet and sour chicken balls. Now you you don't have to feel that way. You know, these are questions of taste, but they're my two favorite things there. But they do everything they do there is phenomenal. They do a pineapple chicken where they they bread an entire breast of chicken and they slice it uh, lengthwise and they serve it with a pineapple sauce. Out of this world. It's a really trash place. Again, you don't know what you're talking about. I lived right next to it. I lived right next to it. someone who's eating a heck of a lot. A heck of a lot more than you have. We tried it.
1: Uh, other Tim and I lived right next to it. We went there for like two straight months. We were like, we can't keep going here. It's it's really, truly awful. It's like it, they don't. It's the cha- city's they, they most cook. beloved they, Chinese. They, cook. I mean, it's not even the city's most popular Chinese food place. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I
5: think it might actually be that. It's,
1: it's not. I mean, I tell you, Great Wall is. It's not even close. <laughs>
5: Nah, but see, that's not true as much anymore. It it is. Because of its location. It it, it is still true. When when
1: they run the city awards, it had to retire itself from the best Chinese food restaurant category to give others. The line
5: I stood in to get my Chinese. Well, did you go to
1: any other Chinese place?
5: Oh, why would I go anywhere else?
1: Did you drive by any? So, how the fuck do you know?
5: The line I had to wait in was—I mean, Jeff is busy looking for treasure on his phone. I mean, I comments. mean
1: that—that's real main character evidence, by the way. Well, I was here. Obviously, it wasn't the same anywhere else because New I New was Year's here. E-
6: yeah, New Year's Eve. You wait in a long line to get Chinese. <laughs> I pre-ordered.
1: Or, or, or you the waiting day a lot? Or you
6: waiting a long line to go anywhere on New Year's Eve <laughs> to
1: get anything? I
5: pre-ordered the day before and still was an hour late. I didn't complain. I uh, didn't, that, that, that doesn't sound like very good service, there, pal. Ed, it's the busiest day of the year. You expect that sort of stuff. But it was, all, but it was only inside, busy there And there though, were dozens remember. of people waiting inside. Everyone said, uh, this place is so delicious, it's worth the wait. Like, they're egg rolls. They invented the type of egg rolls you get here in the Maritimes that you won't get anywhere else. Like, they invented them, I think. And they taste Okay, so, they, they, so, so hold on,
1: hold on, hold on, hold on. They invented the ty- these types of egg rolls. Next sentence. They invented these types of egg rolls, I think.
5: I believe that's true.
1: Like when you say you believe that, like you think that's true because you've heard it from no one, and now you're making it up.
5: No, I thought I had read or heard that, but now I can't swear to it. But I'm pretty sure of it. So you're trying to pass uh, off their egg things. rolls are are so good. They're so good. And again, yeah, the, the homemade sweet and sour sauce that they use sweet for the chicken balls. It's like, man, now I want chicken balls. I can't have them. Why not? You can trying get- to cut back my Chinese food intake. But
1: its chicken though, so it's good for you. Remember that was your lot.
5: Well, well, the chicken is. If I were to just strip away the, the the batter, the chicken would be great for me. You wouldn't like the chicken balls if you stripped away the batter. You don't. You don't care for chicken the chicken. I had chicken last. Night. You don't care. That's for not the true. Just just last night, I had a healthy meal. I bought one of those chickens from the Costco, ripped it up, threw the skin out, mixed it with some buffalo sauce, and had it like that. I mean, you've.
1: I mean, throwing. Why'd you throw at the skin? Listen, I, I get the skin's eh. not great for you, but if you're gonna get a fucking chicken pre-made from Costco and drench it
5: in sauce, what's the difference? The sauce has no carbs. It's healthy. It's what, all white meat.
1: What sauce were you using that has no carbs in it?
5: It's a buffalo sauce. Are you sure
1: it has no carbs?
5: I looked at the actual label. It has no. It has no carbohydrates. Oh, at least you're looking.
1: Looking at the label now, but.
5: Looking for sauces that have no carbs. That means they have no very few sugars, and that means that they're, they're healthy for you.
1: Why would that make them
5: healthy for you? Well, they have no carbs. You've learned nothing, have you? I have learned something. To look at the label, like you told me. Try to avoid the sugars. It hurts my brain. That
1: doesn't make it healthy for you. No sauce is healthy. Once you start introducing sauce, it's going to inherently be worse for you.
5: Well, Tabasco sauce has got, like, no calories. Sure, then use Sriracha. Eh, I don't like it as much. That that also
1: has zero calories.
5: Yeah, I think soya has zero calories, too.
1: It's full salt. And it does does have calories, because it's full of salt.
5: Salt doesn't have calories.
1: Eh, I think the mix, when you had, like, the soya beans would have it. I'm pretty sure soya sauce has
5: calories in it. I don't think it does. You look it up, but I don't think it does.
1: Soya sauce calories. Yeah, 53 calories and 100 grams of soy, soy sauce, which...
5: Take one of those little packets? Yeah. Yeah. One of those is usually good, though, for your rice. I mean, the more the better, right? more salt you can have, the better. Well, look, I, it, we've sort of gotten off track here, but I'm glad that Jeff is on my side on the cake. No. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> wrong with picking up a cake from the grocery store and bringing it home and, and having it for guests.
6: Does your wife
1: Four approve does your though. wife approve
6: of this strategy, Jeff? No. He's everyone who listened, if you just fast forwarded to this part, you might think Tim and I agree.
5: <laughs> we do not. So you don't you don't buy cakes from the grocery store? Birthday cakes. When it's not even your birthday.
6: No, I told you we do that. We can call it Friday. They're delicious. Yes, what they are delicious. Those? White cake, generic, the most generic. Low rent, white cake, it's a good little thing. It's just not something that's worth like saving. When you need it, you can just go get it. The grocery store always has it. The little lady behind that. Yeah, but it was half price and them... you
5: can't pass up those deals. It's <laughs> things that are go don't go on half price at the grocery store often. If you're looking to make your grocery budget stretch it out in a in a time where groceries are more expensive. Look for the half-price stuff. That's where the value is. Beat the house as much as you can.
1: Let's just, How am I wrong here?
5: Let's just move on to the next set of games. So that's your concession to me. That's fine.
1: Yes, uh, that I, I walk around the grocery store every time I see the fifty percent sticker, I just gotta buy it. Why don't you just buy the fucking stuff you need?
5: Well, again, we what of what life is that? at
6: the price. You've literally bragged you don't even look at the price I mean that
5: is true I like just like knowing I'm getting a deal
6: you're just like I get what I want I don't worry about the price that's what's correct I difference? don't what's the difference if it's 599 or 487 like I'm just buying what I want that's literally Tim for
5: that's X-Corp. correct but at the same token I love getting a deal
6: this is just like when they advertise
1: the things on the front of the flyers that aren't even on sale, but you think that they are because they're on the flyer.
5: That's not necessarily true. If they're on the flyer and they say they're so much off, then that's a deal. Yeah, but against the law. But
1: a lot of the times it doesn't say that it's anything off. As someone who worked in the grocery store, I know this very vividly. They'll ask me where the sale is on chicken. I mean, there is no sale on chicken, it's like, but it's on the front of the flyer. It's like, yeah, they're just telling you there's chicken here. They've made you like, believe that it's off, but it's not. And you don't even go and check. You buy it thinking it's on sale.
5: I, I certainly do, because then I want the chicken.
6: But but you also re- like...
5: Grocery stores are supposed to be fun. People who treat it mechanically are sucking the joy out of life. They're giving you bad advice.
6: Okay, You're so supposed what to have fun you when you go to the grocery Tim store. When you need to buy like three or four units of something to get the sale, but you only need like one unit.
5: I do that. Cases of DC, for example.
6: No, but That's something you would use. I'm talking about things where it's like, oh, if you buy three, it's this price, but like, I really only need half of this one box.
5: Yeah. Well, that's my life when I go to Costco, basically. Like, I'll buy a big jar of mayonnaise, even though I know no way I'm going to go through all that, but it's just such a deal.
1: Wouldn't it be better? Wouldn't it be a better deal for you to buy a smaller bottle that you'll actually use that costs less?
5: No, but it doesn't cost
1: that much less. But it does cost less.
5: A little less, but I'm using more than the amount of the little bottle. Is it, are, are but you Jeff are raises a good point. Yes, I am. But Jeff raises a much good mayonnaise point. mayonnaise
1: are you using? That's disgusting.
5: And, you know, I, I use it on, when I make various types of sandwiches or whatever.
1: All right. You guys ready to move on?
6: Yes.
5: Yes. Being attacked for my mozzarella sticks, even though Jeff agrees with those. Being attacked for my purchasing of cakes to put in the freezer. I hope people are I hope this is the sort of levity people are looking for today.
1: Yeah, they're gonna come at you on Twitter.
5: Well, whatever.
1: <laughs> Rams at Seahawks. Seahawks holding on by the skin of their teeth, beating next year's Super Bowl champions to stay alive mm-hmm. last week. Favored by six and a half points at home against the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams in this game. One last, I mean, they don't have their pick. What's it matter to them uh, in terms of the organization of whether they win or lose this game? I think the Baker wants to go out and play. I think these guys, the, for the reigning Super Bowl champions, have a bit of respect here. And I think we got not necessarily a peak performance from the Seahawks, but as someone who's both won and lost a lot of money on the Seahawks at various points throughout the season, Jeff, I feel like that their performance last week wasn't actually very good.
6: It just the Jets played so poorly it made them look good. I would totally agree with that assessment. I love the Rams this week. I think Baker's playing pretty, pretty good. and this could be my super lock. This is probably the favorite for my super lock uh, getting the six and a half points in this game with the Rams.
1: Coin likes the Rams too, Tim.
5: I like Seattle and I'm teasing Seattle down. I don't. I think the Rams had all their the, – the Rams basically concluded their season with their big performance on Christmas Day, and they didn't have much to show against uh, our Chargers on Sunday, and I don't think they have much to show in this game either. I, I think they – much as they would love to knock Seattle out, I don't think they're going to be able to do it. Uh, again, you talk about teams that got – that. Uh, the, the NFL hurt Detroit is definitely one of those. Seattle, sorry, is one of those teams that uh, they're going to win, and then Detroit will know it has nothing to play for. Yeah, but and, I, I, uh, we're going to get to we're,
1: we're going to get to that game. But there is no circumstance that Detroit has nothing to play for because if
5: Seattle wins, they have nothing to play for.
1: If they do, they have the chance to knock Green Bay out of the playoffs, which would mean a lot to Detroit. Yeah. I, I, I mm. they, they, yeah, put to Dan, to there. Dan, to Dan Campbell.
6: Yes, it would. Yeah. The league put that game there, knowing that it could mean nothing for the Lions, but having so much faith in Dan Campbell that, regardless of what that game means for the Lions, they're bringing a punch. Like they're bringing it. So I totally agree with where Pat's leaning on that.
1: Next game Giants at Philly. It looks like we're getting Hurts back for this game in their favor by 14 against New York, who I'm guessing is starting Tyrod Taylor in a bunch of backups. More on that in a second. Uh, Lane Johnson obviously will not be back. It's not a guarantee, I guess. I I mean, maybe it is a guarantee that Hurts is going to be back. Either way, 14 points is a lot of points. I have a theory about this game, Jeff. Let me lay it out for you here. The Giants with Daniel Jones starting at quarterback, secretly, are a system team. They have a bunch of, they have Saquon and a bunch of practice squatters, essentially, on this offense. So if you just take out Saquon, that sucks. You lose your best player. But you put in Tyrod, what is he, like 80% Daniel Jones? And what, you're going to replace Isaiah Hodgins and Richie James with practice squatters? Like they were practice squatters. I don't think that the offense is going to be all that bad, to tell you the truth. Tyrod can run the system that Dayball wants to run, at least in short spurts. And it really comes down to who the Giants are going to start on defense. If they start most of their defensive line, Philly showed last week that without Lane Johnson, man, they cannot block. I'm taking the 14 points in the Giants.
6: Yeah, uh, the Giants might start most of the defense, but I don't think they would play more than a series or two. The Giants are totally locked in. Uh, I don't love the bet, but I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean Philly here.
5: No, give me the tums. Give me the antacids. Give me the chalk. I'll eat it with the Eagles.
1: So me and the coin are going with the Giants in that. Dallas and Washington. Washington is a a five-and-a-half-point dog at home. Ron Rivera is still not sure whether or not they've been eliminated from the playoffs or not. So no one tell him. No one tell him. He's fired, right?
5: He has to be. He has to be fired. I agree. He hasn't had a winning record since he got to Washington. With the season on the line, he put in Carson Wentz, who the team doesn't like and who can't play football, who performed like Carson Wentz does in every important game of his career. He threw three picks. But yeah, of course he's got to go. Is, uh, that's not a terrible job either. That
1: is, Jeff, that is the outside shot of jet starting quarterback next year, Carson Wentz. No,
5: I don't think Carson Wentz is in the NFL next year. I think there's a real chance, unless they're like, have to keep him on the roster because of a massive cap implication. I don't know what that is. Nobody is bringing Carson Wentz on board. Oh, he's We've a, seen the end of the Carson Wentz. No, show.
1: he's a backup for sure. He's one of the. He's still one of the best.
5: In 64. what world would he's you still, ever want still, him to be your backup?
1: He's still one of the best. Dude, listen, if your starter goes down and you're bringing Carson Wentz off the bench, all of a sudden he's a really good backup.
5: No, your season is doomed. As it was evidenced this week, as a backup, he came in to play against Cleveland. They could barely be, be favored by a point or so over Cleveland and he threw three picks like everybody knows.
1: Jeff, do you think that Wentz would be a quality backup quarterback, a top 15 backup in the NFL?
5: Let's say he's the backup for the Chargers, that if anything goes wrong with Herbert next year, Wentz is taking over. How would you feel, Jeffrey?
6: Better than I would about Chase Daniel.
5: Oh, that's a lie. That's, no, it isn't. That's a lie. No, and that's not a
6: compliment to Carson Wentz, maybe, but it's the truth. I like Chase Daniel,
5: for what it's worth. Why? When have you ever seen him play? I hope we don't have to see him play, but I, I actually think he can. Do don't it even.
6: Why more. are we even doing this? Why are you even talking? I, you it just, it's rude. It's not rude. Yeah, it is.
1: Can you turn your microphone up? It feels like you've lost your volume. Maybe unplug Ooh. it and plug it back in.
5: Who, Jeff?
1: Jeff, yeah. He's gotten quieter and quieter as we've went Yeah, through. I was going to
5: say, because I don't play around with my
1: yeah, setup. Yeah, you, you don't like people playing with your phone. You don't like people playing with your microphone. The coin is taking Dallas. I'm going to take Dallas as well. Yeah,
5: got to. You, I know, think you got to.
6: Pat, I'm not going to lie. Um, as better. I said, it's fresh out of the box. Some of these ports are tighter, Um you know, these holes are tighter, so I gotta just secure. So, how do we
1: know? You know what? We, you might be lying. You might be using your old computer with port rejuvenation surgery.
4: Just just jam it in the hole. Hey, no, it's,
1: it sounds better now. It's, your volume sounds like it's back to where it was. No,
5: I, I promise you. I'm Can I ask a it? dumb question? Sure. What's
1: I'm a using
6: a new.
5: What's that? Is a port the name for the outlet on a computer? Yeah. Okay.
6: I promise you this computer is new because. I have to ask Paul a question after, but the keyboard is literally just like a, a rave of, of LED colors that hasn't stopped like, flashing nonstop. I assure you, my old computer couldn't do that.
4: Gamer Jeff. Got a gamer computer. It is
6: a gamer. It is a gamer. I know you showed a me the box. picture.
4: I think it's, it's probably like. It's a gamer
6: like computer. The-
4: it's like the the kids probably like that type of stuff.
6: Yeah, no, I, I guess there may no, be a setting
4: is... to like turn that off and be like an adult, though. Like that—that's. I assume a... it
6: is, but I haven't figured that out yet. I will. That will be my next task. Yeah. But yeah, it's a. I don't know. It's a computer for gaming.
4: We'll we'll, we'll um, Google we'll Google it afterwards and, and see if we can get rid of that stuff. I don't know if I hear Google searches me. are not good anymore. But I'm got to ask G's, right, Topcat?
5: No, but unless, unless, I've been reading that unless you add Reddit to your Google searches, Google searches are no good anymore.
4: What? Like,
1: what does that mean?
5: Did
1: you read that on Reddit?
5: No, no. There's just like Google searching is not as nearly as effective or useful as it used to be. It's full of ads and promoted stuff. And unless you append or add Reddit to your search, you're, you're not getting good searches the way you used to.
1: Well, if you put in Reddit, it's just going to give you a Reddit
5: thread on that. Which will give you the answers to things you're usually looking for.
1: Maybe. No, listen, I, there are certain times where I do do that, but I think if Jeff typed in his computer and how to turn off LED lights on keyboard, I'm sure it would pop up. Maybe. And it would, Tim. What are you
5: talking about? No, there's just there's lots of... Inf- I've been reading this the last few months. that People are like... Very critical of Google searches that their quality has gone down significantly.
1: I I'm not going to dispute that, but for what Jeff is looking for in terms of this, it's fine. There's only so much. There's only so much that can be searched underneath that banner. Okay.
4: Are you
1: sure you're okay about that? Like, do you I'm not sure. Right? I'm no, i I think I do. Okay, Jeff, are you taking the Cowboys or the Commanders?
6: I love the Cowboys here. Okay.
1: Cowboys. Five and a half. Chargers at Denver. Denver's favored by three and a half in this game. Jeff, do the Chargers have uh their spot locked? Are they the five seed?
6: No. We can be low we can't be lower than the
5: six seed, though. A win gives them the five seed.
1: Yeah, clinches or a tie, I bet.
5: Yeah. And given that Baltimore now has nothing to play for, uh, a well, I mean, would also they, they do have a lot to play for in the fact that they could avoid the
1: Bengals, Buffalo, or Kansas City in the first round and potentially play the Titans or Jags.
5: True, but that's only if the Chargers lose, uh, Lose, which you know, Mr. Unlimited, I don't see it happening.
1: Mr. Unlimited had some spunk last week. He was running
6: the ball.
5: Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, sure enough. But that's because the Chiefs don't play anybody super tough. I like the Chargers. Yeah, bolt up.
6: Um. So, I really don't know what to make of this. Um, You're taking to the Chargers. Understa-
3: yeah. I mean, I'm taking know.
6: the Chargers. To my understanding, and I know it's hard to read into what the coaches will do, just even if they say certain things. Staley made it seem like where the Chargers are all go, that the seating is important to them. They're playing for the five spot. I don't know if that's just like coach speak, and some of the starters will prepare and they'll leave the game early. Um I have an, an I have a big I have a big over under ten wins, so I feel like I already won. Like if you watch this show this year, you probably knew that I didn't think I was gonna get here for this push. So we've got the push. Part of me is thinking maybe I bet a bit on the Broncos plus one fifty. Yeah, I I, saying, why why not but, play the Broncos money line here? Yeah, well we will um we will see. We'll see. We'll we'll see how that goes. But sounds like the Chargers are going to play their bodies. Give me the Chargers minus minus three. Uh, We don't need, like, this Jerry Rosenberg getting a win. Three and a half, by the way. Jerry Rosenberg. Is that the guy's name? I don't know. It's like Jerry Rosberg or something. Yeah, I think it's Rosberg, yeah. (laughs) Jerry Rosenberg. Well, yeah, but I'm – I am – I try not to allow myself yet to... I don't want to think too positively yet. Because they've done really well with me in this, like, mindset of... Of just not good things will happen. Um, Part of me, because I'm such a defeatist loser, Pat... Thinks that if we just get the sixth seed, there'll be no... And we lose to Joe Burrow on the road. Like, whatever. Whatever. But if we lose to the Titans or the Jags, it's going to be, Herbert's a loser, all this, all that. For the second time this year,
5: losing to the Jags.
6: Yeah, it would be the second time. Um, I hope that's... uh... Incredibly physical game on Saturday night.
1: <laughs> it should be if the if the Titans cover that six and a half, I guarantee you it's been a physical game.
6: We'll go to overtime, play five quarters. Yeah, that would be and yeah. And if I have a playoff game versus Les Titans, oh man, I tell you they'll be blunts and buckets going. Well,
5: on I there. remember when you did against Vince Young, you knocked him out. That's true. Remember that distinctly. I think the next week was Marlon McCree. Oh, you're right. Two games remaining.
1: Arizona at San Francisco. San Francisco can get the one seed if they win and the Eagles lose. That is on the table for them. What happens if they all win? Maybe if Dallas
5: wins as well. The Eagles get the division because they are ahead with the win-loss record.
1: No, no, no. If the Eagles lose, Cowboys win, and
5: 49ers win, do the 49ers get the one seed, or does Dallas? Yes, I believe so. I believe the 49ers get the one seed.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's see. Cowboys can clinch the one seed with a win, Eagles loss, and 49ers loss. So yeah, it would be the uh, 49ers who get the one seed if that was the case. Although they're both, the Eagles are 14 point favorites, and the Niners are 14 point favorites. I don't know what to make. I I don't know what to make of Arizona. I thought they looked your boy David Blau. Good thing you didn't get a I chance. I wish like, I had known. I, I know, I'm, I've listened. That's the one bet I won last week was betting on Arizona in the points. I'm glad you didn't know he was playing. He would have been like, "Oh, Mister Blau, that's his name. He'll win this game." And they would have lost by like three hundred.
5: I definitely would have been all in with Mister Blau, and I'm all in with him again. Maybe I'll never get another opportunity to pick David Blau in an NFL game. I don't know. But uh, we're taking we're taking the Cardinals here. Keep it close. San Francisco gets up by 13 or so and then just starts to ease things out. As There are various players who have significant injury risks. They can start to take them out and and, and manage the game accordingly. Try to win this game comfortably without getting anybody hurt. I don't know if they blow them out.
1: I'm going to actually take the chalk here and take San Francisco like you guys did with the Eagles. I just think that the running system that they have set up in San Francisco is just going to be too much for Arizona to withstand.
6: Like they, They can't stop
1: anyone on the ground
6: team pat uh you kind of took my argument there i've laid the chalk with all these teams playing for it other than minnesota uh, that's the one team in that nfc race that i'm not i'm not buying for this week but i'll take san francisco i'll lay the points last game Lions at Packers,
1: minus four and a half Packers. I like the Lions in this game, is the first thing I'm going to say, plus four and a half. Regardless of whether or not Seattle wins or loses, as I pointed out before, is that I think the Lions are going to try desperately to win this game. And honestly, the Packers have been on this win streak, everything like that. I don't feel like they're actually any good, are they?
5: Their defense looks a lot better. They're not a good team. They have a lot of trouble. This is a Feinberg game, if I ever did see one. Yeah, uh, I love the Lions to cover, and we're teasing the Lions up for the last part of the parlay. If Green Bay wins, they win, and they probably should. They win it close, but by three. I don't think the I think the four and a half is very juicy, and I like Detroit getting all getting this many points. I, I'm not so sure Green Bay is even a better team than Detroit, and if they are, it's by by a fraction. So there's value on Detroit here. I think in this game. So
4: we're all I t-
6: like that Detroit has been outside a lot. They were at the Recently. Jets. They were at Carolina in a cold
5: one. Did and well enough. So oh, yeah. They look fantastic in that Carolina oh, game. I yeah, believe someone just, someone just broke another 50 yard run on them. <sighs> Shit.
6: See, I was just about to say I like Detroit, and they've been okay, but they just get their ass kicked in the cold.
5: Well, no, they beat the Jets. The Jets are a death. Yeah, they returned a
1: punt for a touchdown, and that's all they needed f- to win that game. And a
6: 50-yard touchdown with their slowest play offensive weapon on the field. Wasn't that fun? Sure. I mean, I'll tell you, the Packers are... This Mercedes loot, like... We didn't talk about it. It was that Dolphin game. He Running, like, up the sidelines? Like, he was at UCLA. It's backup tight ends. No speed. Uh... I want the Packers to win. I took them in our, our our Back to the Futures last week to make the playoffs at plus 175. Now it's, I guess, a minus 200 to win this game, be in. It does feel like a Feinberg, but I am flip-flopping here in that Dan Campbell, in an effort to give everything, there's a backfire, be it like a fourth down gone wrong, that sets up the cover. But I am thinking a really fun, close game that the Packers win i 'll lean for the cover in in late game silliness,
1: all right, so you decided to decide with the coin in the Packers oh no this could no. be the this could be the hinge game here with Tim and I on both on Detroit to see uh, if it comes down to it. It could have been the ultimate hinge game of me and you against the coin, and the coin could end up beating us, but now i 'm on the other side of it. I kind of like this so. There we are. Those are the games for week 18. Obviously, we did not talk about the Buffalo game. We didn't talk about the Cincinnati game. We still don't know. Uh, I just checked in. We don't have any more information on that. The games are still off the board. So we'll play that by ear. If those games end up happening, I'll ask Tim and Jeff for their pick. I'll add it to the cheat sheet, what I'll put in the newsletter. How about that? As uh, what we'll go through. Super locks for the week. I mean, it doesn't matter what I pick, but it matters what you two pick, as if you guys are tied at the end of this week, we will go into the playoffs until we determine a winner. And if it's not decided by the Super Bowl, we will flip a coin.
6: So, Jeff, you're up first. It was between Atlanta and the Rams. I am taking the Rams. I'm taking the six and a half points in Seattle.
3: Yeah.
5: Okay. Okay. Tim. Oh, for me, it's between Houston and Detroit. Mm. Oh, you can tease us. Make make it go to to
1: Sunday night. You'll be be waiting all day for Sunday night. No. I'll take Detroit. Okay. Detroit? Plus four and a half. I'm actually going to take the Chargers. Minus three and a half. I like that. I'm going to bet that. And to recap your free money, Houston plus nine, under 44 and a half in Jets Dolphins. Seattle minus a hook in Detroit plus 10 and a half. That's correct. Only four this week. All right. Well, we zoomed yeah. through it. I think we did all right there.
5: We talked about potlucks
1: for a really long time.
5: Well, it's just because Jeff came at, at, at me and attacked me out of nowhere about potlucks
6: the guy bringing
1: like in- he's
5: the expert of I didn't realize that Jeff had been elected president of no potluck I'm World. not
6: but I'm telling you as a friend it is low form to walk into a potluck with a $12 frozen food box of matzo sticks
5: well you're really good at saying what I shouldn't do what are you bringing to a potluck uh king of all the potlucks
6: you know a good thing I, my plus one is fantastic mm-hmm. she would figure it out but she'd be one of those people that spent her afternoon making brisket something. or something do she would go all out, and I'm lucky that I wouldn't have to be like Tim and Al Borland, stopping at the grocery store to pick up a fruit platter or a thing of matzahs from the frozen box.
5: So no, there you go. Even in describing what he would bring, he used it to take another just a drive-by <laughs> smear at me. This is why you're going to win the vote, Jeff. I, I I don't know
1: the, the guy who didn't see anything wrong because he's you know the main character in his own story that when he bought the birthday cake and then the person wished him happy birthday didn't put two and two together
5: i can't believe i didn't even think of that i do feel dumb about that
1: you're a mark you're a mark
5: for eating a cake by yourself a birthday cake <laughs> that's even sadder yeah i know Oh, I thought you meant Russ, like you're no, buying it like, for your party. No, you thought I, you was like I'm uh, buying it to take home to sit in the dark and eat by myself. Well, wouldn't oh, that be, wouldn't that
1: be the implication if she wished you, if you were buying a birthday
5: cake that said happy birthday, a birthday cake. Oh, I thought you were thinking like you know, you're buying it for your own party. Like what what kind of friends no, do no, you no, have? No, no, no. no, but you you're even but it you, you even for your own party. but you said you were saying Okay.
1: Yeah, she thinks this you're going to is gonna, even sadder than I thought. She thinks it's your birthday and listen, if you had bought the full cake Maybe different, but you bought a half cake, which means you could eat that all
6: in one sitting. Which also means it's fifty percent off. She's a these cashiers. They they are like profilers. They've seen these Al Borlands buy this half slab and fifty percent off.
1: <laughs> I like that it wasn't even really fifty percent. I, I like that it's not even really fifty percent off. It was just
5: fifty percent of the cake. No, no, it also was fifty percent off. The cake was the half cake was sixteen ninety nine. And I got it for eight. Are you sure? Yes, I am for sure. Because I had to ask the person. Because I had to use the self-checkout. It's a whole other story. But I had to ask <laughs> to use the self-checkout uh, to ring me in. And uh, when you at do that. check self-checkout,
6: Pat, you need to ask for assistance for yes, the sticker. exactly.
5: <laughs> so that's how I know that they cut the price. Because I
6: bought lighters at fast checkout or booze. And they just need to come by. But And then they, they see if you got a sticker. You gotta let the lady know she's gotta put the, put the code in. in. Yeah. Is it yeah. more
1: or less value that yes, you have the 50% off potential? Is it worth calling someone over to get that 50% off though, Tim? To you? A hundred percent. Okay.
6: You're afraid to order a pizza, <laughs> but you wave you wave your hand in the air to say. I'm already here? in public. I'm already 50% there in public. Off. Well, yeah, but there's
5: money to be saved here. Why
4: well, didn't you go I'm to another saying, line?
5: Every So it was yesterday, and yesterday was a holiday observed. And so all the lines were very, very busy. The normal There was no, like, 10-item-or-less checkout open at this store. And the only space where you didn't have lots of people getting – and it's the day after New Year's, so people are buying a lot of groceries because, you know, you have to replenish a fridge because you haven't bought groceries in a week because you're living off Christmas week stuff. So all the lines were busy. And the fat self-checkout was not, and there are several self-checkout counters, and I don't particularly like using them. But I, but you know, I was going to be a lot of time waiting, so I did, and it was very, it was very agitating. But at the same time, I knew that when I put in the swipe the thing, it doesn't know the fifty percent off code, and they have to come key it in for you. So I know I got the discount. Plus, I made a bunch of other mistakes, but anyway.
4: Well, that
1: that will do it. On the Pat Mayo experience. Reminder to Gine, join Gina. Gina, Gina, Name's Gina here, Jeff. Remember Gina from Forty Year Old Virgin? Yes. Yeah. Tuck that sack okay. back. Get you on a pogo stick.
6: Love that movie.
1: Reminder to join the One and Done Fantasy Golf Championship race for the Mayo Cup. Fifty K to first pays all the way down to six hundred ninetieth place. Forty four hundred spots available you can get up to five of them 125 for the year you can go join it down in the description you join it and then tweet me your entry you're eligible for a free entry in a draw i'm giving away the winner on wednesday then i'll announce another draw but we gotta get this thing filled up as quickly as possible so thank you very much for that i want to thank paul i want to thank jeff and i want to thank tim and
5: that's not my name but i look forward to making my picks at wylie have you joined the pool yet not yet. Are you gonna? If someone can help me,
1: <laughs> why don't you call over the attendant at the self checkout machine? Maybe they can help you punch in your credit card. Number oh, that's that. real.
5: You think that's real? You think that's real funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think that's real funny, don't you?
1: You're gonna have to call Butts, and Butts is gonna tell you just punch in your fucking credit card number, you goober. I won't do it. So you're not playing, is what you're saying? Well, I'm playing here on the show. You you owe us money for the past six years when you didn't win.
5: I should have won last year. Well, you didn't. You came last. I had a lead for most of the year. I should have won. You'd be surprised that it only matters what happens at the end of the year. It really only matters if you hit winners. If you don't hit winners, you don't have a chance to win. That's the thing with that tournament. I won
1: last year, and I didn't hit a winner all year.
5: Yeah, but you didn't actually win in the actual contest. Between the three of us Sure, but I'm talking about the whole big contest.
1: Yes, against the 4,400 people. Yes,
5: yes, of course. yeah. I hit winners in that. I just didn't hit winners against the If I told you house. you could have the second place guy every single week, you wouldn't probably even get the money.
1: No, that's not true. I would take the second place guy every week and I would you're, win. You're so wrong
5: <laughs> on that. Yeah, I
1: would win if I had the second place guy every week. <laughs> <laughs> you realize second place
5: also pays a lot, right? Yes, I was being a bit facetious, but I don't, you I don't think that you, to, I don't think you were. You made a pretty yeah, definitive. No, no, I, know person, I know what person. I I don't the, think that you I do because you person. said you wouldn't I even cash. No, I was being a bit sarcastic. I, 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 I don't I think, think that you think were. That you, do need, you need to hit probably four winners to win anything substantial in that tournament. I mean, it can be done. Like you can hit winners. People go on heaters. Like Jeff went on a heater last year and hit a bunch of winners. It can be done. Jeff did not go on a heater and hit a bunch of winners in our one and done pool. That did not happen. Well, just I thought he did
1: last year. Did if he, he did, he would have fucking won.
5: <laughs> I remember Jeff having a lot of winners. Maybe it wasn't the one and done, maybe it was just on betting tickets. He had a bunch of winners.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say if you hit if you go on if your logic is you need to go on a heater and hit three or four winners to win a pool of forty four hundred people. You think if Jeff did that in a contest against two other people, he wouldn't have won?
5: That's true. Is Finao playing next week?
6: Probably. I think he played last year. That's all I can really go uh, on. I read really,
5: it really, I really like him at Weiler. Well,
6: Jeff and I are every
1: Monday now, golf betting show. Me and Tambo on Wednesdays, DraftKings pick show for golf. That means we're going to have Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays still all football for the spread show, the best bets, and the DraftKings picks going forward. And Tim, we are going to do Sunday Night Live this week, if there's football, I
4: suppose.
5: That'd be great. The season finale. I don't finale. Know if we a guess yet, but yes, the season finale. We say our farewell. Maybe I can wear the hat one last time. Well, you
1: know what? Put it in the comment section. Who do you want to see as the guest? And no, Cam can't do it. He is busy at that time. I'll throw that out. Can we bring Gary and back on for one last hurrah. Jets, Dolphins. Anything you want. And with the people. Well, you said that the people will decide, right? No, I didn't say the people would decide. I said, who, who would you want to see down in the comments? I don't give a fuck what they think, but maybe they have a good recommendation.
5: Yeah, I mean, I'm open to whoever. I think we, I had a lot. Of, I had a lot of fun with the Sunday Night Live show this year. I think the the live
1: feel was a lot of fun, and it gave us one of our favorite gifts of all time. You reacting to the Chandler Jones touchdown.
5: Well, that very well may be the thing that costs the Patriots the playoffs, and if that's one that like, that makes me very happy. All right, it wasn't that. Like I haven't seen that gift since, so I think that sort of came and went. Okay,
1: mm-hmm. so says you. That will do it on the Pat Mayo experience. Thanks for watching. Smash the like, sub to the channel and leave a rating or review on the podcast. Subscribe to it and download it as well. Thank you very much. I'm Pat Mayo. See you next time.
3: Pat Mayo experience.
4: You you made other mistakes at the grocery store there, Tim? Yeah. Because Pat kind of glossed over that.
1: Yeah, I I didn't even hear that. I was probably just
5: preparing for the outro. He was preparing for the the outro. and Yeah. Kept typing in the wrong
4: codes. Did somebody have to, you went to the self check-in and then somebody had to actually check you out H- through it? H- hold, uh, on. H- hold on. Essentially.
1: <laughs> hold When you say you typed in the wrong codes, like when you were putting your produce up? Yeah. Were you trying to guess what the codes were? Like, do you inherently know green pepper is 4065?
5: Yes, I do. And that do you? bananas are 4011 and that oranges are 4012.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hothouse tomato is 4664.
5: Yes, I do know. So I remembered some of those and, uh, Anyway, essentially, I was rung in by a cashier at the self-check-in.
4: Oh, no. That's embarrassing. <laughs> that People embarrassing. looking I at did, you, judging I you? I
5: said, you know, I said, I- I'm a real problem customer. She said, Oh no, no, you're not.
1: She was being very nice and then to then she you.
4: wished you happy birthday. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> did right. she too wish you happy
1: birthday?
5: <laughs>
4: yes.
1: Did she? Yes, because that's what I was he's day buying day a birthday cake. Right? Oh, she was the one who wished you happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, so she felt thing. really bad for you.
4: I guess. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, bad. That's, that's horrible. That's
1: a tough scene there, Topgat. I mean, I don't feel bad. That's good. I guess that's not what it was for.
4: I no, mean, her job is... Her job is to help people who can't figure it out for themselves there. so And that's me. Yeah. Are you guys ready to do the futures?
5: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why the Chargers to win over 11 and a half games is plus money. But anyway. What? Because they can't win over
1: eleven and a half games,
5: or the regular season wins. They're over ten and a half is plus one seventy five on DraftKings. Doesn't make any sense. Still, given that they're the favorite to win this week in Denver.
6: Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. There's something
5: wrong there. Is that true? I'm looking at regular season wins. Click on it, Team Futures. You should make that your future. That's a great one. I made it. I made it last week. Oh, is that still the number? It's still the number. It doesn't make any sense.
6: If that's a mistake, I'm going to bet it right now
5: take a look at it good looking out so over to, yeah, but maybe. i also
4: wouldn't take that for the purposes of this show because if it's a mistake it might get voided no like no no nobody's... I, I was i'm not gonna no no he took, he, he took it, show. He took I took it, it last, last
1: week. week he took it last
4: week for the show too
5: Oh okay.
1: yeah there it is it's the only one that's still up there
5: yeah and it's the money line for the chargers to win this week is like minus 125 or something that's crazy. No, if I try
6: to bet it, it says closed.
5: Ah, uh, Even a,
6: though it exists. On yeah, the- they're minus
4: 175 on the money line. This yeah, week. and
1: they're plus 175 here. It probably needs to be the opposite. But yeah. The only
6: thing. Yeah, no, it's, it's a closed.
1: It's a closed market. They just forgot to take down that off the page. Yeah. It seems mm-hmm. Interesting. Good looking out, though. So, yeah, you come up with one. You brainstorm one. I'll throw to Jeff first. And by the time we get to you, you'll have one. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. I got one. Good. Do you have one, Jeff?
6: Yeah. All right.
2: (laughs) Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.